So what's up, everybody? This is Ruben Garcia, and this is a beautiful day. And today on the Proven by Ruben podcast, we have Tim, and he owns his own real estate business. Yeah. What's up, Tim? Hey, what's up, man? Hey. How are you, man? Hey, nice to meet you, man. It's, thank you for having me up here, man. Of course, of course. If you could, tell everyone who you are, what you do, and how you do it. Okay. Um, my name is Timothy Dudley, um, uh, founder of Quick Property Solutions. Um, you know, have a investment company uh you know we buy real estate uh, in the Fayetteville area as of now uh hoping to expand um as years come um 28 years old uh from a small town below New Bern North Carolina Whoa. uh been in Fayetteville now for going on 5 years for at the moment um so yeah man that's pretty much it man I I'm excited driven uh love real estate passionate about it and I keep, go, I keep going, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Quick Property Solutions. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome name. Yeah. How'd you think of that? Um, well, you know, I, I wanted to let people know that, you know, my firm can move, you know, quickly. Um, so, you know, that was one of the things, but I didn't want to be too aggressive. Um, and then, of course, we have solutions for you. Um, so, right. it was one of those things, man, where it was just happened overnight. Honestly, I was thinking about a name and I was like, hey, man, look. And even the rabbit, the logo, I didn't want nothing like too aggressive. So I was like, hey, what moves quick, right? What moves quick? And when people see it and I'm not going to do it with a shirt, it's not like a lion or some type <laughs> yeah. of, you know, yeah. you know, dinosaur or something like that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, people see a rabbit and they'll, you know, think, okay, oh, that's a little rabbit. So that's why my logo is a rabbit as well. So did you have to think of that logo pretty quickly where you were kind of sitting down and like, oh, crap, what am I going to come up with? Or is it like a did it take a little bit of time for you to come up with that logo? Um, kind of. I mean, you know, most most real estate logos have like houses and, and stuff of that yeah. nature. So I wanted to be different and I yep. wanted people to I, I didn't want to have a logo that just it was a house, you know, and you'd yeah. be the same like every other real estate investor. So I was like, man, maybe a rabbit. I thought it long and hard, and yeah. I was like, you know, I'm going to go with it. It's I wonder like, how many real estate investors and real estate agents are looking at their logo right now. <laughs> right, like, oh, right. crap, I got like three homes <laughs> in my logo. Yeah. yeah, so I wanted to stand out and be and be yeah. different, man. So yeah. that's why we picked it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, I love the logo. Yeah. And I think, did you, so did okay you you were thinking about the logo did you draw it and hand it to someone did you hire someone no actually i i got the copyrights and everything for it um it was a website online and, which one um it was i'm about to tell you man oh man what's what's the website um logo ground logo ground yep logo ground okay so logo ground.com so of course you know i'm looking for a real estate logo right and i type in real estate so of course all houses pop up and i'm looking like man this is not what i want right and i was like what animal you know moves quick but it's not like too aggressive so i'm tightening rabbit so i'm tightening rabbit and man the logo popped up and it looked like the rabbit was running so it looked like he was moving quick so i was like man you know i'm gonna get this logo and just put it on you know my company so i purchased the logo it was like three hundred dollars uh the guy sent me the copyrights for it and everything and you know that's interesting so you in because i've looked at Mm fiverr.com um logo 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 something Mm -hmm. but either way you have to reach out to someone and tell them what you're looking for this and correct me if i'm wrong sounds like you have an idea what you want your logo to look like you search it, people have already made the logo, right. and you just buy it from them. Yes, yes. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Definitely. It's called Logo Ground, and and you know you could type in whatever you want, and it'll pop up. Um, oh, you know, cool. So yeah, I typed in a rabbit, man. When I had that vision, and, and a rabbit popped up and looked like he was moving quick. So. And and you're moving quick. Yeah. So how long have you had this thing going? 
Um, I've been doing real estate now for, like I said, as soon as I hit Fayetteville. So four, going on five years, at the end of the year, be five years. So, you know, I was like 23 when I purchased my first property in real estate. Right. And um, I think you kind of coached me through it at the time to kind of tell me, you know, what to do. Even you coached me through, I guess, my second deal, I guess, and where I house hacked. So, no, yeah. <laughs> you coaching me through that. So, yeah. Man, yeah. So I'll say four or five years. Yeah. It's going on five. Yeah. How, um, how long since, uh, basically, uh, your rabbit logo to where you're at now? Like, when did you establish that? When did I establish the rabbit? Yeah, well, uh, quick, quick, quick property, solution. quick property solutions. Yeah, so, um, I, you know, starting off, I had no company, you know, 23. I'm That's like, right, no yeah. LLC, no, no corporation, nothing. The only thing I know is to go out there and try to get a house. Yeah. Um, so I, I did that. And then I, um, actually got connected with my former partner, um, him and myself, we started a company and pretty much it's called unlimited homestead solutions. So we started that company and then, um, you know, uh, we was doing it for maybe like two years and, you know, I formed quick property solutions, I think, uh, roughly last year. So, mm. yeah. So, and he already had his company because, you know, he's like 40 something. Yeah. He's been doing it for a while. Um, so then, you know, we decided to go our separate ways. He started doing his appraisal thing and, all of the homes was here that we accumulated over times. Um, and I had some outside of unlimited homestead solutions right. as well. So, um, then just pretty much put them all in a uh, quick private solution. So I didn't want it to remain unlimited homestead solutions. I wanted to kind of branch off and create something because again, unlimited homestead solution logo. I don't even Had know. It, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't even know if it was our logo, yeah. to be honest. But oh man. Yeah, yeah, it was like it had houses, you know, the yeah. general houses. Yeah. And it's it's funny I mentioned that because um I also seen like different companies with them same the same house. Oh. I'm like, man, so I want to be able to brand something. And so last year I basically um got quick property solutions, started a corporation, and then put all the houses that we had underneath that. So yeah. yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll probably move into a conversation about branding and why okay. that's important. Okay. But it gives some context to the people that are listening. How many doors do you have now? Right now, 11, 11 doors and, um, you know, two that I'm waiting to close on. So, you know, hopefully 13. You know, nice. The next month or so. So, yeah. Do you have a goal? Um, I'll say financial freedom. I mean, I think whenever I hit the financial freedom number, um, I think I'm going to be that that's going to be doors. So, I mean, I'll tell you, it may be. 20 and maybe 28 i don't know i think uh, when i hit that number um so that that'll be that'll be it yeah, yeah yeah so do how did you have you sat down and figured out what that financial number free uh, financially free number is yes um not saying that you have to say it okay yeah yes, i sat down um i'll be honest as, as long as um i'm profiting like 300 dollars off each yeah off each house yeah. then I'm, I'm fine i know a lot of people's like oh i need the six and six hundred dollars i need 700 uh, i have it set up so as long as i'm profiting 300 dollars off each single deal then you know i'm i'm, I'm fine and I'm that's fine. pretty good cash flow right yeah. and i was before you came in here i was actually coaching someone and i had them break down uh uh, how much they feel financially freedom is mm -hmm. like, what is that number a month? Right. Um, and then, okay, so how much are you looking per door to get cash flow from? And he shot some, kind of a high number, right? Right. I'm like, just to give you some context, right. you know, I own this property and mm -hmm. my cash flow is about 300 right. profit. So, how many doors do you need in order to have that much cash flow and right. end up being 20 something doors? Right. Right. But it brought clarity to it. 
to that whole process, basically everything you just said. So right. I'm, I'm excited for him to listen to this oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and if I would tell him anything, it's just one of the things you can't try to slam dunk every single deal. Right. You, you can't. You can't look at this. Oh, I need five hundred dollars. I need. I need it because you'll end up missing a great deal. You end up missing a great deal. So, and I I set that number and I said, man, three hundred dollars is what I need off every single deal. Yeah. You know? And when you set that number. I don't necessarily settle for 200 or I can make it work at 200 if it's 300 and and go with it and, and if it's more then that's fine yeah um but you know don't try to like you know get more and more and more and his number may not be 300 but whatever his number is it it should be low um and stick with it and yeah you'll see them start coming so how do you how do you break down that cash flow number before you purchase a deal and you know the end game is to look at two or three plus hundred dollars to come mm-hmm. from this deal how do you look at it like what do you analyze to ensure that it's going to spit off that cash flow right so um one i'm looking uh location is everything so i'm making sure the rent in that area is going for whatever i'm trying to um you know rent it out for and then i'm looking at uh pretty much whatever i have invested in it uh, i'm looking for what it takes to fix up the home mm-hmm. um and you know just keeping the track record of every single thing that needs to be done to the home um and honestly, I'll send a contract in into the home to see pretty much whatever it's going to take. Before signing any deal, I'm not just signing a deal just because it looks good, just because in the location, I'm sending a contract over there. Oh, um, interesting. So do you do you send a contractor over there before you put an offer on the home? Yes. yes oh, really? Yeah, yeah. because that, that helps out my offer as well. Because now oh, true, I, have, yeah. Yeah, I have a list of different things that I can send the seller and say, you know, this is my offer. So right. I'll submit the offer and say, this is my offer. And this is what backs up my offer as well. So, oh, okay. You know, oh, so. yeah. Because you you don't use an agent, correct? Or do no, you? No, right. I, but uh, I, I, I love market agents. deals. Yeah, off the market deals. Gotcha. I love agents. I love okay. agents. Though. That makes sense. I love agents though. So yeah. uh, nothing against agents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I oh. work with them. Well, and um, here's, the, here's the cool thing is like, you know, I talked to a guy who owns his own island. Mm, wow. He's a pretty good guy, right? right? right like, right. Um, and he, he's an agent and he's a coach and he told me straight up, he said, listen, the bet, and he, he's big in Airbnb. That's okay. where right. his, right. his cash flow comes from. And he said, listen, man, the best deals that you're going to get is not using an agent mm. is off uh, off the market deals. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I appreciate it. But you're not hurting any feelings, man. Yeah, okay. Totally yeah. get and it. Man, totally I, get I'll, it. I'll, I'll say it, man. I mean, it's rough. What 1,300 agents uh, in the MLS mm-hmm. here in Fayetteville. Yep. So you know, I, and I love all 13. But I'll be <laughs> honest. I mean, you take that middleman out, yeah, and um, and you you're able to negotiate a little bit more, man. Yeah. So I love off market deals. I ride through neighborhoods, and if the grass is all the way up by the window, and I'm like, that's it. That's it. They will begin the postcard. <laughs> in the mail yeah. to the next day so yeah man I, I love i love all market deals i mean if you have a sign in the yard i'm like Ugh. you know yeah I, I call you know but that makes sense yeah man off market deals they're the best i mean you, yeah. you got a lot more like wiggle room you're able to negotiate with the you know the seller yeah um and and it's all about putting deals together man you know my my very first deal was um off market deal it was uh um the mobile home with the land at the time. Yeah. And uh, the guy, he said, hey, uh, you know, I'm looking to sell sell my house and I want a mobile home. He said, I want $11,000 for it. So I'm, you know, 23 at the time. I'm like, hey, I want it. In the back of my head, I'm like, 
where am I going to find $11,000? Commit first, man. Yeah. Commit first. Right. I'm like, where am I going to find $11,000? Yeah. $11, 23, right? So I ended up waiting and stalled them out. I was like, yeah, I really, really, really want it. So then later I um, was like, man, I Googled different stuff. Like, how can I finance a deal? Right? Yeah. So I asked him, I said, hey, will you take, you know, half of it? That's owner financing uh, for any newbies. He's like, I like, can you take half of it? He was like, um, yeah. So, you know, it was like $5,000. I asked him, could he take $5,000? He was like, yeah. Then I was like, where am I going to get $5,000 from? <laughs> yeah. Like, where am I going to get $5,000 from? So so then I uh, reached out to my grandfather, my grandfather Roosevelt, right? And this is what I tell any newbies. Like, before you go to any private lender or anybody asking for some money, a su- substantial amount of money, like, have your ducks in order. Like, have everything. You don't even yeah. need to go to a lender and say, hey, look, let me borrow this money and not show them what they're going to receive and, you know, or show them what you're going to profit off of. Right. Right. So I went to my grandfather. I waited. I said, hey, I need to show you something. So I made sure I had everything lined out. Right. And I showed him like pretty much what I would give him off of the deal and like what I was making off the deal. Right. So he felt better. So then at that time, man, it was just like uh, he gave me the five thousand dollars. I then got home. And what was so sweet about it is because before like he gave me the five thousand dollars and before I got home, I was already advertising and telling people like, hey, look, I got a rental. What do you think about this area? Right. It's going for five twenty five. So I had already did the math to wow. see what, what what was the balance what remain a balance. So technically, you know, I got this deal for five thousand dollars. I didn't put up none of my money. And the tenant that I put into the home paid the seller the rest of the money yeah so sweet deal man and this property right now still rents out for 525 best and it's a mobile home so it's depreciating you know the mobile home is depreciating but the land is still there yeah so man i tell and that's pretty much what put me in the game so you know right now i'm still receiving that money off of yeah that house. i think that's important that you know with what you said is that you committed first you mm-hmm. told the guy that listen i'm gonna do it and five thousand dollars but i think the cool thing about committing first is you get creative afterwards. Right. And you right. got super creative. Yes. <laughs> and so much so you you had your name on it and because you committed, it mm-hmm. had to be done. Right. And so much so that you were already reaching out to people saying, yeah. Listen, this thing's gonna be for rent right. in a right. few months yeah. and already building that demand right. for it. That's yeah. a, that's awesome. Yeah, man, I was I was on it. And, and it worked out, man. It worked out. The guy got his money and man, like I say, the house is still there. So very, very first deal. First deal, man. You lucky so, dog. <laughs> but at least you hey, committed, yeah. right? I committed. I committed. And I mean, I think you even motivated me. Well, not think. You even motivated me and pushed me. Through. When I really didn't see the vision, I remember working at UPS at the time. You know, mm-hmm. you were still there. I'm still at UPS, unfortunately, for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I remember you saying, like, man, go out there and put it together. So you still didn't, like, go home with me to say, hey, look, Tim, this is what you yeah. need to do. This is what you need to do. Like, but you was telling me to go out there at the time. Yeah. And I was like, man. And I went home and did it and, and made it work, man. Well, I appreciate that. And yeah. I think, uh, you know you know, contacts equal contracts, right? Right. Meaning the more people I contact, the more contracts I have. And uh, with you saying that, I think the more conversations I have, Mm -hmm. the more action I'll see. Right. And at the end of the day, you know, and I appreciate it. And you're the one who stepped up. You're the one who committed. You're the one who who got creative to find the 5,000. You're the one who got creative to find the renter. And so, you know, I appreciate it. 
But there's so many conversations yeah, I have right. where oh, people yeah. don't don't yeah right they just don't take right. action right and it's all about the mindset man and I, and I've heard this one thing is they said that you can't change nobody that's like the hardest thing to do is like try to change somebody yeah. somebody have to make up in their mind to change like their mindset and we had plenty of conversations and after the conversations you're right I still have to like have that mindset and say hey look. I'm going to do it. I'm going to move forward. And that's the biggest thing, um, you know, just changing your mindset, changing yeah. your mindset. Nobody can, I don't care how many, you know, videos you look at. I don't care, you know, how many motivational conferences you go to. At the end of the day, when you walk out of it, you still have to have it in your mind that, hey, listen, I'm going to do what it takes to succeed. How do you do that? So I leave a, I leave a conference. I'm stoked, right? You know right. how those conferences mm-hmm. do. And yeah. you walk by the table that you have to buy something, right? right. Like you, right. you said, I'm not going to buy it. Um, but you said you're going to take the action that you heard. How do you do that? How how do I like take the action that I heard? Yeah, for so, anyone who's listening that found themselves backing out over and over, like if you could give them, like how do you make that happen? Right. How do you go and actually take action after right. learning something? Right. I I think um like basically setting a goal. Like you have to you have to set goals. Like you have to set daily goals. You have to set weekly goals. Yeah. You have to set monthly goals. Like um you know. I'll be honest, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, my first book, reading it like outside of um, like high school after graduate. It was like, hey, look, read this book, read this book. Right. Wow. So uh, it's not about how many. Who books told you, you read that book? Who? T- well, I think I think you kind of introduced me to <laughs> oh, it. Oh, did I? You, you, you said something about it. But when I was working at Bank of America as well, I asked this guy for advice. Oh, I okay, he cool. had a bunch of money in his account. I'm like, man, I'm like, hey, what do you do, sir? Like, yeah. can I can I talk? He was like. He reached down. He's like, hey, have you read the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad? I was like, no. He was like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I was like, okay. All right. Cool. Well, you know, he was like, I don't want to talk to you until you read the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Like, you can't yeah. ask me for any advice. You're standing behind this Bank of America window, right? This teller window. Yeah. And you're asking me, like, what do I do to get money in my account? Which it was kind of harsh then. It kind of messed up my entire day. But what I did, I went and looked up books. Um, you know, and like I was saying before, it's not about, um, you know, the books and stuff like that and how many books you read. Like yeah. Eric Thomas, right? He told, he said, he said this one thing is like, it's not about how many books you read. Like you take all the books that you read and apply one thing to it, right? Apply one thing out of each book you read and see where you're at. So mm-hmm. to answer your question, as far as like goals, it's just like setting daily goals, weekly goals, you know, every single day what I've seen, I, I have a to-do list, right? Right. And you're actually, you introduced time blocking to me. Yeah. So meaning that if you st- stick by those daily goals, yeah. um, to-do list and, you know, doing the time block, then, um, you know, you can succeed. You'll see yourself because I think once some people like they fall off track when they see it not, some people want to see like something happen like real, real fast. Right. Oh, yeah. So when it don't happen and, you know, they say it takes 21 days to start a habit mm-hmm. so some people won't even do the 21 days you know they won't stick with it so what i've learned that you have to stick with it and the only way you stick with it just remind yourself every every single day what you're trying to accomplish right yeah. so if it's like oh yeah i think about it once a month or i'm gonna do this once a month then you'll find yourself off track because distractions are out there right like, yeah that's one of the biggest things that will like that's what's so important about time blocking is because yeah. distractions will come your way. Right. And as long as you've looked at your calendar and you said, as long as I focus on this one thing that will help me reach my goal, no mm-hmm. matter any distraction that comes my way, 
I'm, I'm not going to give it any right. any attention because I've already looked at my calendar. And By doing this, we'll get me mm, closer to my goal. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Daily. Daily. It has to be daily. Yeah. You have to be working towards it. I mean, it's not going to be handed to you. You know, nothing in yeah. life. So you have to go out there and work hard and stick with it. You leave any type of motivation you get, you go and apply it. You go, yeah, you're hearing it, but you have to go and apply it. Nothing in this world is free. You go to Burger King, they won't even give you a... Uh, uh, extra sauce without you know charging you. So I mean, really? you have to pay for it. It's been every, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, you have it's to a rough world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you have to pay. You have to pay, and you have to put it in. So yeah, yeah. All right. So say I'm I'm listening to this, and you motivated me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, tomorrow I'm gonna wake up, and I'm gonna do that. And he mentioned something about looking for long grass in a yard, and I, nah, yep, that's what I'm gonna mm-hmm. do. I'm riding. I look for long grass. And real estate investing is something I want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. What's my next step? I will say this, man. I'll say if real estate is your very if something you want to be a part of, yeah. And you, people say, you know, it's, it's all about what you have, what what you have to spend. I'll be honest. I don't care if you got a hundred thousand dollars in the bank, right? That you can spend on buying a house, right? I will tell everybody to. Start off wholesaling. Find out like what wholesaling is all about. Um, because if you say if you got a hundred thousand dollars, right, and you don't know anything about the business, then guess what? You're gonna lose probably lose that hundred thousand right. dollars. The chances are very slim. Right. So for any newbie, come on and say, Hey, look, I'm thinking about real estate. I heard great things about it. Um, start wholesaling. Like see about wholesaling. The wholesaling deals is just understanding the business. Like so meaning that if you're driving through a neighborhood and you see you know, the high grass on the window, like you were saying, um, put it on the contract. You can put still put a house on a contract. You can knock on the door, um, put the house on a contract, and then you can wholesale it to other investors. That way you don't have, like, a lot of skin in the game, and you right. still can receive a profit off of it. And then what you do, you build your capital. capital. So you can pretty much use that to do a flip. And right. it's easier to do it after you understand the business. It's either do a flip. You can use the money to do a flip on a house or a buy and hold. But, you know, try not to spend so much money starting off. You know, right. I think that's yeah. where a lot of people fall short. They they see HGTV. Remind you, HGTV is only like 15, 20 minutes, yeah. you know, after you take out the commercial. Yep. And think like, oh, you know what? I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And it's not that easy. You yeah. know, they don't show you the things that you really have to go through. It's yeah. just like after the episode, guess what? The house is done and it sells for X amount. So I would tell anybody to start off wholesaling, 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 read books, wholesale, 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 and you'll understand the business and it'll start coming to you. Yeah. You know? So, all right. Wholesaling. I'm glad you went there. Okay. Um, now that's what I'm looking into. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little, and we'll go into more advanced conversation. Right. I think this would be good for anyone who's just right. now looking at real estate right. investing. So wholesaling sounds like. It is something that I just, I put a home under contract. Mm-hmm. One, where do I even get the contract? Okay. And number two, who am I giving it to? You said investor, but what does that look like? Right. Yeah. So um, you can get the contract pretty much, you know, online. You can get the contracts from a um, a local real estate agent, honestly, because you can really get a, you know, you can assign your contract to an investor. The investors, investors are all around, you know, you can, everybody wants to be an investor, right? <laughs> um, you know, so you can even advertise on, you know, Craigslist and say, hey, look, I'm looking for a different investors. And what you do when you start off, get you an investor like list, right? So you'll know, like, if I get a house under contract, then I can, 
call this guy Mark and I can call this guy Terry and I can call this guy John and I'm going to send them the deals to see if the deals are appealing to them. And honestly, I mean, I've just wholesaled a deal, in, I think in February, I think we closed on a wholesale deal and pretty much made a nice chunk of money. Um, pretty much what I would have made on, uh, in a flip after buying this and buying a material. Mm. So I would tell everybody, um, I mean, there's different forms. Um, I know I get mine from an agent. Um, that you can use and when you go to the person that you know that's been trying to sell the house for a while you go you, you know you tell them you make contact with them um, I have a website too you can make contact with them you make contact with them and you say hey listen um, what are you trying to sell your home for right and they may say you know I'm just ready to get out of it I'm ready to get out of it and you tell them hey could you give me, you know, 30 days or 45 days to buy your home right so at that time you then if they agree to it say she agrees to it right for whatever amount it is, say if it's 20000 and she agreed to it, and you didn't, at that point, you got it on the contract, she has a signature, your signature, everybody signed. So right. now you have a contract that you can possibly assign over to another investor. So then that's when you go and you can say, hey, listen, you tell another investor, say, listen, I have a house on the contract right now, and it's going to bring you a nice chunk of money Will you come and look at it. And you can wholesale it for 30000 or 35000 At that point, you don't have no money in it well right. besides the gas and you know i guess the time the yeah, conversation the time, conversation yeah and then you wholesale the deal um to the investor gotcha so it's important to know who your buyer list is mm -hmm. right. your investor are they going to flip it or are they going to rent it um and if they get it at this price what is the either cash flow on the buy and hold investor mm -hmm. or what is the profit for the flip investor um but either way for you as the wholesaler, how do you make money once you've once you've shown them how much they can make off of it? But you as the wholesaler, because you said you had to make money in order to use the money to use this capital for later real estate investing. Right, so right. how do you make the money? How do how do you get the money off of the deal? Yeah, how's the wholesaler make the money? How the wholesale? So basically, um, like this one deal, I'll walk you through this one deal okay. um, that I had in February. So basically, um, you know, the lady. Pretty much, she was out of state, never seen her before, never met her. Um, you know, she owed like $20,000 on a house, right? Gotcha. She wasn't attached to it. It was from a um, divorce, um, and she just wanted out. She's wanted out. So at that point, I was like, hey, listen, I want to buy your house, right? I knew that it was a good house after fixed up and everything, and I knew that I could wholesale it, right? Right. But I'm not in the business to flip. You know, I like buying holes. Or and wholesaling. So then I uh, um she agreed to it. She was like, It's a mess. It's a mess. I it's a mess. I don't know You're if you like, want perfect. this. Home. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, I used to walk I used to come up to properties and be like, Oh my God, this is but I'm like, No, this is money. Yeah. Like, so I see a house and and any newbies like do not be afraid of you know, a house, when you see a house look like a disaster, you yeah. need to be like cheering, like, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Cause I'm yeah, gonna... cause the motivation is going to be high on the seller yeah, part, right? Definitely. 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 Yeah. So, um, I got a house on a contract. I got my forms from a real estate agent. I said, Hey, listen, um, can I get the forms to, you know, uh, do this deal? Right. And I got the forms. I then, um, pretty much emailed them to her. Um, she printed them out. She signed them. She sent it back. So we had a contract. Yeah. I asked her, I said, hey, can you give me 30, 45 days to um, buy your house, right? Because she doesn't care, right? Yeah. She doesn't care. I just told her I'm going to buy a house, right? right? I didn't tell her how I was going to buy a house, yeah. right? So then at that point, I had a, a investor's list, right? Yeah. Um, you know, only... 
I reached out to them and I reached out to another guy as well. So what I did immediately after you get the house in a contract, you go and a lockbox is roughly like you can get a lockbox for what, 10, 10, $15, mm-hmm. something like that. I put a lockbox on the house, right? So that with the key inside. Um, so that way any investor, you know, comes up to the property, you don't have to be there. You can say, hey, listen, go sh- see this house, make me an offer. Right. Um, I was telling people to make me an offer, really. I was saying, hey, look, make me an offer, make me an offer. Yep. Um, now, what I did, the, um, that's why I say real estate agents are important. I know you don't need them. But yeah. what I did, I told a couple agents, hey, could you tell me what this house will sell for yeah. in the area? Give me, It's a CMA. Yeah. Um, so, was it compare market analysis? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, could you give me a CMA on this house so you can tell me um, what it's selling for, right? Mm-hmm. And you want those things. That way you can show the investor that right. you're trying to, I guess, sell it to, yeah. right? So, then... Um, Pretty much the investor said, yeah, we want it. We want it. I, I was like, okay, make me an offer. I think they said 35000 right? So then what I did, it's a real estate attorney, right? Mm-hmm. You want to have a real estate attorney. Any newbies, you want to have a real estate attorney and tell them, you know, pretty much what you want to do. You want to build a rapport with them. That way they know who you are and you email. They can get stuff, you know, handled. Right. You know, so then I told the investors, hey, look, this is my real estate attorney. Um, you want to buy this house that I have on a contract, right? Yeah wire the money into the real estate attorney. Um, I'm going to let my real estate attorney send you an email. I also told the seller who I was buying it from Mm -hmm. $20,000. I said, look, this is the real estate attorney. Email the real estate attorney, all the bank information about the house. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we do a deal. So the investor, uh, they wired their their funds in right to the real estate attorney. And, you know, of course, they paid off the $20,000 mortgage that the lady still had on the home. Right. And then the fifteen was waiting there on Quick Property Solutions. So right. pretty much I, I told a deal probably was took me maybe $100. I mean, yeah. that's with gas, time, and, you know, so. Yeah, I think that's important. So would you say that, because um, I, I, hear, I hear this from different angles, mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll move to buying and hold mm-hmm. uh, right now. Wholesaling. Would you say that you you need to look for the deals first, or do you need to have a buyer's list of investors first? Right. That's good. Uh, that's very. That's a good question. I would say. I would say. I would say you want to look for investors first, right? Yeah, me too. You want to you want to build investors first because the last thing you want to do is overpromise and underdeliver. Yeah, right. So that's the last thing you want to do. So you know you build investors first, and you pretty much tell the investor because the way the investor is going to look at it is you're out there getting deals from them. That's right. You, you're out it's there a working for them, for right? Sure. Exactly. So you know I would say get investors first, let them know pretty much what you do. You know, build you an investors list, a buyers list. And tell them, hey, listen, I'm a wholesaler. You know, I'm a wholesaler. I can bring you deals. You know, mm-hmm. let me bring you deals because remind you, you you're new to the game mm-hmm. and you don't have, you know, the money to put out there. Yeah. Um, and you just still let them know what you do. And yeah. then that then you go and get the house on the contract, right? Yep. And you and look for sellers. And yeah. you say, Hey, listen, I can sell your house in X amount of days or Yep. And then you have that yep, combo. Yep. Yeah. Or even I'll be honest, if you if you if you're an investor, right, and you come as to an owner and you say, "Hey, look, I can sell your house in X amount of days," yeah, it may you're you're kind of sounding like an agent a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not what right. you qualify to do. So, any you know motivated seller that I approach, I say, "Hey, listen, I can buy your house right in 30, 45 days," and just that one right. word that just makes changes everything. Yeah. So, you know, they don't want to hear you trying like. 
if you say you can buy it and it's like, okay, it's already done, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, right. You say you sell You're the buyer. It, right, right. And you say, if you try, I can sell your house in X amount of days. I know some wholesalers say that. Yeah. Hey, let me sell your house in X amount of days. No, because then yeah. you're going to have the owner like, uh. Well, didn't that open up other questions too? Like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, who's right. going to buy it then? Right. I thought, you know, and then, so are you a real estate agent? Right. Like, right. I feel like that, that kind of compl- complicates the process right. a little bit too. Right, exactly. Um, do, so I think that's important too, because if the, if the, uh, if the buyer's list or the investor list, if they come mm-hmm. to you and say, Hey, listen, I won't buy a property unless it's near Starbucks, mm-hmm. right. um, three bedroom, at least one garage. Right. And when you're driving through the neighborhood and you're like, yeah. Oh, yep, that's I j-, it. and you're looking at your hand, you got Starbucks in your right. hand because you just right. left Starbucks. Right. Right. And right. you see that three bedroom, one bath, exactly. or I mean, excuse me, one, one garage yeah. and the grass is high. All right. Right. It's all going to click. And what you focus on expands anyways. Exactly. And so maybe you see that and then mm-hmm. and then you don't necessarily put homes under contract that you don't have a buyer. Yeah, for. No. Yeah. No. Nope, no. Nope, yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. And I think that some people do it. And then you yeah. have to go back. That's the worst thing. You have to go back to. Have you done that? Um, have you had to go back to the seller? Seller? Um, I did. I went back. I had to go back to the seller. Not Tell because us a little bit about that. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, because I didn't have a, not because I didn't have a buyer, but it, it was just one time I had to go back to the, I was like, yes, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. And, you know, the seller, I was like, I'm going to do it in 30 days. And, you know, my contractor went in there and he was like, oh, can you run? Can you run from this home? Have you already bought this home? I was like, I kind of already committed. And he was like, you need to hear like Tim, look, you need to run as fast as you can. So, man, I had to, you know, go back to him and tell him like, uh, this deal is not going to work out, you know, but you know, um, yeah, man, that was a bad thing. And that's, so, uh, so let's use your learning moment for other people. What about, what did the contractor find that made it a no go? Yeah. The foundation, the foundation, there's two different deals about the foundation, but this one was a foundation, um, uh, issue and also when my partner and I, my former partner we um actually was on another deal where um and it's one of the things the issue the deal that i'm telling you about that fell through i didn't buy it um i had to go back and tell the seller like hey look it's not gonna work right um but i also had another situation where my partner and i um auction.com right right mm-hmm. so auction.com you can't like see the inside of the house like you can't walk in you just see the outside so it's a house over in Haymount area. We're like, oh man, this house is nice. Yeah, this house is, yeah, this house is nice. This yeah. house is nice. And my partner's like, yeah, it's, it's good. You know, the numbers work. I looked through the windows. Everything looked great. Everything yeah. is great. And, you know, he ended up, and, you know, he's a appraiser as well. And he and we ended up buying a house. We're buying the house. And then the foundation was like messed up. So yeah. basically, you know, we took on like a $100,000 loan that, was all messed up like that would probably take us like close to $150,000 yeah. to fix up had to get an engineer uh involved so meaning yeah. that I'll tell anybody that's <laughs> before you Listen, buy anything guys. yeah before you buy any house get yeah. somebody that is experienced in that area and this is a thing I'll be honest like I have sent like three three different contractors to a property before I buy it right because right. I want to know one contractor may not see Something that other contractors right. see, well, right? Smart. So, yeah, you want to definitely get other people that's in, that it's their expertise, yeah. right, in that area. So, I mean, you don't you don't buy nothing just because. Oh, yeah, it looks good and it's in a great area. That's, right. That's one of the things that we did. One of the things um, I built almost like this automated 
uh, system for, I was getting deals or I was getting leads. Mm -hmm. They weren't deals. I was getting leads and I was passing them to another person because I was focused. I was still the team leader here and it was just a lot of times involved with real estate investing. And we had kind of a scale system. And one of those, one of the scales was, uh, um, basically saying, Hey, if the foundation shot, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, take off this much money, but we'll still buy it. Mm. And and what we were going to do with it, we well, we would buy it if with the buyer made sense. And the buyer had to be either a developer or a builder who was going to knock down the property mm. completely right. and just use the land. Wow, right? Yeah. Wow. So so maybe sometimes you can see those as long as your buyer is building, you know, basically knocking down that home and selling the property wholesale right, right. or the uh, the land wholesale. Right, right. And the numbers, the numbers have to make right, sense. Right, exactly. I'll be honest, in real estate, a lot of people, they just tend to just get it just because they think it's a good deal. But if you get it and the numbers don't make sense, then yeah. you pretty much wasted your time and maybe even wasted your money, you know, because yeah. like one deal can stop you from getting so many more deals. Like I know people that yep. really like started real estate, like started real estate investor. Hey, yeah. I got it. And they invested, you know, money into it. And now they're like that one deal has like either terrified them or right. like just messed their financing. Up. Yeah, I think that's important, too. You know, you got to look at every deal as if you say yes to this, you're saying no to other deals. Exactly. So how powerful is this? Yes. Like if I say yes to this might be crappy deal because I didn't run the numbers, I'm saying no to great deals. Right. right. If I say yes to this great deal. Mm-hmm. I'm saying no to bad deals. Right, exactly. So yeah, yeah, important exactly. for the numbers. So where do you get those numbers? Like, um, where did you find those formulas and for us which, which to, to build build the numbers to see if it makes sense for wholesaling? If it makes sense for the wholesale, um, like agents, agents. I have you Still, know, like I, yeah. said, agents. They told me the numbers, like because you don't want to basically get a house and then the numbers don't work for the wholesaler. Because right. we, remind you, the house has to make numbers for us however much it take for material um, and of course how much you're trying to wholesale the house for how much right. profit it's trying to make yeah and then you you have to see uh what it's selling for in that area right. you know so meaning that you can't uh say if houses are going in that area let's just say eighty thousand dollars right and you wholesale a deal um and the investor has to bring in fifty thousand okay right. and then it's twenty thousand dollars in the material yeah i mean you know and he only can sell it for 80 80 yeah. something then investors more than likely is going to shy away and walk away from that deal. Yep. So now you have a house under contract where you told the person, uh, the seller that, Hey, yeah. listen, I can buy your house and it's not even working out for sure. You know, the investor. Do you, do you have a minimal, minimal wholesale number? Like for when we were doing, it was five, it was mm. 5,000. Wow. That's yeah. That's yep. like minimal. Anything yeah. else under that maybe need to shy away. Did, did Were you looking at any wholesale deals where minimal, this is my number, anything lower, I'm just not going to take the deal? Um, or I would say, I would say, I guess $5,000, that's pretty much where um, we are, $5,000. Yep. Uh, we get $5,000 off a deal. Unless it's just like an easy deal and I know an investor, unless I know an investor then told me, hey, listen, if you find a house in this radius, then I want it. Then at that right. point- I mean, I may take less, but that makes uh, sense yeah. too because nah, you're building I mean, that relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and true. starting off, you want to you want to you want to build a relationship, but like you said, especially if the investor is buying homes, right? Because this is <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, this true. is the person that's going to like Touché. you know fund you to where you can do other things in real yeah. estate. So yeah, 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 you know, so so yeah, I mean, you know, you may, I would 
definitely check the investor track record before just you know pushing them off and and you're just getting started so meaning that you right. don't even have to work for this money and you're building your real estate portfolio and your capital and yeah everything else, so. so if you were to look at your business and we'll take a snapshot of 10 deals mm-hmm. um which we're close right 11 Woo, yeah, we're close yeah, right. so if i were to look at 10 deals well no not necessarily all right let me just get to it if i were to look at 10 deals how many of those deals are wholesale and how many of those deals are buy and hold for you right now in your business in 10 deals i would yeah. say um like how many of those deals would be buy and hold i would say maybe half and half 10, really? 10 deals. yeah to be honest because um like you know my goal is to have like these wholesale deals and then take them and either get paid off homes and turn them into buying holes. Right. So, you know, like, for instance, the wholesale deal that I had in February, what I did, I took that money and went and purchased a home in Massey Hill. Like, right. just, you know, paid and paid in full and everything. So, yeah. Um, and then just build that capital. So I, I'm using the wholesaler money yeah. to buy my buying holes. So I would say maybe half and half. That's interesting. Do you have a do you have a wholesaler looking for deals for you as well as a wholesaler? Because uh, you can only, my guess is, mm-hmm. you can only cover so much ground. Right. But you also have a buy and hold business. So right. do you have like either a partner or just someone that you kind of reach out to and say, hey, listen, these are the deals I'm looking for. If I don't find it first yeah. and you find it, right? you know. Honestly, man, no. And, and pretty much that's where business have, have grown. Um, So it's like, man, I'm, I have a lot going on right now. Right. So like. I think Quick Private Solutions may, like, in the next few months, have their first employee. Right, so, um, cool. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't, but I do work with other investors and say, hey, man, let me know if you get, you come across a deal and it doesn't work for you, let me know. Right. You know, so it's just, it's kind of like you have eyes out there for you, but they're not really working for you. But again, you have to watch that because if another investor tells you that, hey, look, this deal don't work for me, then... I want to know, like, why is he passing up a sweet deal? Right. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. you, you want to stay you want to stay um, looking out for that as well. Yeah, sure. Totally uh, get that. Yeah. Wh- wh- why buy and hold for you? Um, passive income, man. I think um, it's. I, I love it. I mean, I love it. I love to, you know, sit back and say, hey, listen, this house right here, you know, this property right here takes care of the car payment. This property right here takes care of the mortgage. This yeah. right here take care of you know the light bill and and I, I just i love that residual income and it's nothing that gets flips but it's like once you flip the money like it's like you know i mean once you once you flip the house it's like man i mean where's the money right you know? mm-hmm. um unless you like paying off some type of debt and everything yeah. like that but you still don't have that residual coming in every single month man so um and then like i've been uh i, I guess a slave, I'll say a job, you know, yeah. I've been working at a job for so long and I had to go out there and actually work to get my money, you know? Yeah. So now it's like, man, if I could like sit back, right, sit back and uh, put a business together and, you know, start a real estate company and let somebody else bring in that money. So they're going out there working for, you know, for, for me. Right. So, um, man, that's why I, I just, I love rentals, man. I just, I just do. It's one of the things I, I love to buy and hold. And then yeah. you can always go back and, um, you know, refinance the deal. Um, mm-hmm. Like the house in Massey Hill uh, that I have, you know, that's a rental. But I always can go and do the burr method. Yep, burr. Go, yeah. I was thinking, yeah. I was like, yeah. when is he going to drop that? Yeah, burr. Yeah. <laughs> I can always go and do the burr method and 
I still have the property there. I'm refinancing it, right? Yeah. Tenants in it, paying it down anyway. Yep. Yeah. Well, there's no uh, mortgage on it, but the tenants are in it. They don't know what's going on. I say, hey, somebody's coming over. Sure. Refinance it, take that money, and go buy another property. Yeah, man. I can't. I can't. I can't think of another way of where it's like a win, 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 win. You know, right. when it's helping you out get to the goals that you want to fund your life. Mm-hmm. Win because you've 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 now uplifted the neighborhood by kind of fixing up the home in order to get a renter. Right. 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 You didn't leave it with the grass growing over the windows. Exactly. So now you make the neighborhood look better. And exactly. I've said this before in a podcast for anybody listening. And the other win is is for the person who actually got in the home. Mm-hmm. They needed a place to stay. Yeah, is exactly. it the school district? I don't know, but their why and moving to that home meant something to them. Yeah. And like what where where else is there so many wins? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In an industry, you know? Right. And, you know, and it's, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, I had one deal where the lady was about to foreclose on the property. Um, you know, she's been having the house for a while. And, um, you know, I was able to buy the house from her. So, you know, help her out, prevent foreclosure. Exactly. Right? At, a, at a great deal. At a great, yeah. great deal. Um, and then I was able to put somebody else into the property that didn't have the best credit. And they was just like, hey, look, my credit isn't the best right now, but I'm almost there, right? I'm almost there. I'm working on it. Pulled a credit report um, and then pretty much uh, put them into the home. So now they won, you know? Right. So it's it's good, man. And then, of course, that's another buy and hold from uh, Quick Private Solutions. Yeah. So definitely, man. I just, it, everybody's winning, like you said. Everybody's mm-hmm. winning. Yeah, everybody's winning. Exactly, man. I agree. So, and even the so even the contractors that need to go in now, you're funding their business. Exactly. They're, like it's it's just it's such a great ripple right. effect. Right, man. Um, and for any and for anybody just starting, man, I think that you work in a job. Anybody's a, oh, oh, you're uh, good. You're good. I just don't want the battery to die. We're okay, good. Okay. Yeah, for anybody's working a job, I mean, and say they love their job. I don't know if my grandma ever heard this. So I, they're, they, they're, <laughs> they are a storyteller, you know, they're yeah. a storyteller to say they, they love it, you know, because, you know, you're being controlled, you know? Yeah. Um, so I tell anybody, like, if you're in a job, like basically be working towards to get out of that job or work towards like something of your own that way okay. you can spend more time, you know, with your family and yeah. stuff. Unless I say, unless for instance, if your job is like a teacher. Right. And I know, um, you know, your wife is a mm-hmm. teacher, right? Unless your job is a teacher, because that's probably the only thing where people really love changing, like talking to kids. Yeah. But I can't see like, no, I work at UPS and I've seen people that say, mm-hmm. I love my job. Yeah. I, I don't, I you can't. Yeah. Like, so here, here, this may make you think for a second. All right. So given what, given what you just said, mm-hmm. you also said earlier, you're looking for an employee. Mm-hmm. So... What type of employer are you looking for right. for right. your business? Right. And are you going to kind of instill that same mindset in them, although they're working for you? Right. And it's it's funny you mention that um, because I don't want an employee that just wants to be under me. I and and those type of people that are like stagnant and they're kind of yep. okay. Yep. I want somebody that's motivated that comes in and help me, and I'm able to pour into them, and they pour into me. Right. Yep pretty much understand what I do and then go out and do it for yourself. Yeah. Right? Cause I don't, I don't want no employee, just a long time employee just sticking under me and just doing yeah. whatever, because that person is probably not motivated yeah. at all. They're yeah. not driven at all. So I would have to see some, and, and you tell me, you told me this one time before, like, I want to know the employee that I bring on, what do you want to do in five years? And if it's just work for me and not build nothing of your own, 
then you're not going to be the right fit for the company. Right. And and I'll be honest with you, man, even with the tenants that I put into the homes, I want to know, like, pretty much what do they want to do. You get what I'm saying? I want to know, like, what do they want to do? Because if you're just a lifelong tenant, that's good, but they don't benefit you as much, you know, because you're just a lifelong tenant. I ask tenant. That's part of the application process. You ever think about buying? Why aren't you buying? Or what do you want to do, you know, to own huh. a home for yourself? And it wins. And when you share that interest with the tenants you put in, it becomes like a client. And Oh, you, that's interesting. Yeah, you see people like start to take care of your home more. I mean, and huh. doing things. I mean, I, I've literally makes asked sense. people. Like, yeah, because hey. we, we st- <laughs> so one of our investment properties, we got a two-year lease and I was like, yes, oh, yeah, keep them yeah, in there right, forever. Right, right. <laughs> um, but I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, it's good. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's good, but I mean, I just always want to know like what a lieutenant. Sure. No. And I think, you know, I think you get a return on their mindset. Right. Exactly. Of, wow. He's looking out for me. Like right. he, he doesn't not, he, I'm not just a check to this right. guy. Exactly. Exactly. And it doesn't, it becomes like a, a versus like, you know, we're going against each other. Oh, I got to pay this rent. I got to pay right. this rent. Like y'all don't become, it's more so of a team thing because they know that, Hey, they're benefiting. And of course, you know, I'm benefiting. Right. But where do they see themselves and whatever huh. they want to do. I mean, and honestly, this is this is this is the beauty about it, right? This is the beauty about it. Because if the numbers make so much sense, if the numbers make sense, that's when you can pretty much turn your buy and hold to a flip. That what everybody go crazy about. And I know people are like, what? How do you turn a buy and hold to a flip? Because you offer them the rent to own method, right? So I may say, hey, if I have a house uh, that's I'm gonna plan on buy and hold. And I'm just do basic numbers, right? Just say if the mortgage on the home is a hundred thousand dollars, right? And somebody comes in and they you know, want to rent it out, and they say, um, "Hey, uh, you know, I, my credit is almost there, but I got to rent." And then I pitch them that you know uh, question and say, "Hey, what do you see yourself in after renting this house, or what are your plans to after renting this house, or what are you, what are you going to do with your credit? Why you're in this house? Like, what are you going to do to work on it?" Right. Now I'm holding them accountable, and they if they say buy it, and I really like this house or whatever, then I may offer them to rent the home. And let's say, uh, say if the house is worth like 150, then I possibly could sell the home for 140, 145, right, and have equity in it. So you think 100 from 145, that's that's what it'll be. No, that, that's not because they'll be in there for a course of time. They'll be paying down the mortgage, which is a hundred thousand dollars, right? Right. And then um, they put down a down payment initially. I forgot to put that in. So they'll put down a down payment, non-refundable. And then we agree to whatever terms. Every rent-owned deal is different. Yeah. Um, so we agree to the terms. And then they'll be paying down the mortgage. They'll be paying down that $100,000. So it's like renting. So they pay it down. And then a portion, whatever we agree to, goes into a little savings for them if they decide to buy the house. Oh, gotcha. So then that money will be towards the money they put down. And then they'll be able to use to that. At, they'll be able to use that at the um, at the bank when they go get financing for the home. Mm. So at the end of the lease, they say, hey, look, okay, yeah, we're going to buy. Yeah. So then they go and find financing for the home at Bank of America, Wells Fargo, wherever, and say the mortgage is like 95000 because they done paid it down at the time. It was mm-hmm. 100 when I put them right. in there. And then uh, let's say they down at like 140 and then I get a difference. You know, I get I get out of it. Right. Go and get a loan for 140 and pays off pays off my loan wow i have that money and i can really go and you know use that money to buy maybe yeah with 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 those people 
that do that, right? Where they get, I guess, a, a slice of the American dream mm-hmm. um, when they've been told that they can't right, because exactly. of credit or whatever. Exactly. Um, and you and you were able to to afford them that opportunity. Do you ever do? Do you throw them in? I know this is gonna be like my nerd side, but mm-hmm. do you throw them in a database and you never let them go? Although they've deals done, mm-hmm. right? You got your house. Not, I mean. Th- I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but you got your house. I got my money. Mm-hmm. Deal is done. Do you keep these people in a database or some kind of reminder system that reminds you to constantly reach out to them? Because those people will will forever be cheerleaders for you. Yeah. You, you say, know? You say after the deal is done. After, after the deal. And I will forever keep up with you because, again, they're going to be cheerleaders for you, man. Right. right. And I, I do because references. I'll be honest. That's what I. That's how I've got a lot of businesses because the ref the referral like referrals re- re- yeah re- references yeah so meaning that like i like to go back um i look at my clients as like or tenants clients as like live reviews right you know that's right you, i don't 100 yeah, live reviews so i want to be able to go back and say hey listen if i'm talking to somebody i'm sitting down with somebody and telling them like i want to buy their home right i want to be able to go back to say miss sue and say hey listen you can ask miss sue you can ask mr right, mark you can ask right. mr john and then you know believe it or not you some people call, some people don't. So I have a list of references that they can call. Uh, I give it to them, and then pretty much they they feel more comfortable. So you got a list in there in front of you, of like you know, eleven different people that you can call. Right. More than likely, you're going to be like, oh man. You know, so who do they who do they say help them out? Quick Private Solutions. Boom. Yeah, All right, exactly. good. Exactly. I was hoping you would do exactly. that and not say Tim, right? Yeah, no, because quick, yeah. that's the power of yeah, branding. Right, now exactly. your brand's bigger than you, yeah. how you want it. Right, right. I don't want to know Tim. Like, yeah. I, it's, it's funny you said that, man. Uh, I'm putting together a promo video I'll show you after the podcast. Cool. And everybody, it's like 15, it's going to be 15 different people. Only thing they're saying in the um, commercial is quick private solutions quick Good. private solutions quick private solutions quick private solutions <laughs> yeah. quick pri- it's a guy got a ladder he like quick property solutions <laughs> like so meaning yeah. that that's I'm you know Brandon like, I don't want yeah. to be about Tim I don't want to yeah. be about Tim and you know I wanted to be about quick property solutions. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can know that Tim is, you know, behind the scenes or sure. something like that maybe, but I don't want to be all about me is I want to brand a company. What's cool is, you know, even with you saying that, and then we kind of uh, reverse a little bit is you said, you know, you're not trying to find an employee that starts at nine. They clock in at nine yeah, and, no. and end at four and they clock out at four, but you're looking for someone with a bigger vision mm-hmm. and that that will allow them to grow within your vision exactly. because you're building a large enough brand that they can grow in too. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly, man. So it's important. That's good. That's good. I, I love it, man. And that's a good way to look at it. I didn't look at it like yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a good way to look at it. Well, yeah. that's why, you know, I started a different firm and came here at KW mm-hmm. and KW, you're a lot, you're, you're a lot of brand yourself so yeah. much so where you get a logo which i'm having challenges with a logo that's okay, why i was like yeah. where'd you get it yeah, yeah. Logo <laughs> oh that's interesting let me yeah. use that yeah. um but uh you're allowed to brand yourself because mm-hmm. they understand the importance of branding right and and, and people don't work with this kw they mm-hmm. work with your brand right and the gotcha. larger you build your brand the larger you can build your vision right gotcha. um gotcha. and the only reason we do this within kw is kw's built a big enough yeah. vision for us to grow into right gotcha. our own brand mm-hmm. so it's 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 really cool to see that when i right. asked you who who are they who are they referencing you were right. like you know it ain't me yeah, and right i was now. like oh it's awesome yeah, dude yeah it's quick private solutions all day man it's kind of like i'll be honest man I've been studying. It's, it's funny you mention that. Um, ever since you came to uh, Keller Williams, I've been studying Gary Keller. Like yeah. I was like, man, 
What is he thinking? Like, I want to know what that guy's thinking. I, yeah. I want to know what he's thinking. And, he, he, and even though I'm not like a real estate agent, it's still real estate investing. I still want to know like what this guy is thinking. Like, man, this is, guy has built a phenomenal brand. So, um, you know, and pretty much what he does is allow people to build underneath him. And, yep. you know, that's why I say, man, eh, I, I enjoy it. But anybody I bring aboard is definitely got to be motivated. You yeah, know? for um, sure. I heard this one guy, um, the guy for um, Dogwood um, mm-hmm. Realty. Was it Dogwood Realty? Yep. Yeah, I, I heard him say, um, and it kind of stuck with me. I think one of his. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I know, I know. Dogwood. I know hey, Dogwood. Exactly. Funny how that works. Exactly. Right? I know Dogwood. Good I, I, man. I, um, but man, <gasps> I heard. It. Yeah, and and he's branded Dogwood. So yep. don't know his name. I apologize, but okay. I heard him say um, that one of the mistakes he made at early was like bringing you know, um, different people on. Like, basically, if you say you was looking for, you know, some uh, firm, he was like, hey, come on, come on. So he said that was one of his mistakes. So, you know, definitely I'm at a stage now. It's like I have a bunch of my desk. It's a bunch of stuff. I have people calling and other deals. I have one guy right now reached out, you know, about buying his house. He lives in Texas. It's like I have so much. So it's like I have to bring somebody else to the table to help out. Sure. um, Like an employee, but hopefully they're motivated you know yeah so so employees about to come into your business mm-hmm. what do you what do you see that you need to leverage off and what do you see that you like only you should be focusing on right now mm-hmm. so you need to leverage what is like what is this that you're leveraging off to the new employee right so i would say far as you know paperwork more than anything i don't want um you know to hire somebody and put them out there and let them like speak for myself right now without knowing the business right um you know put them out there and just say hey listen you can cold call and you can do this i I don't agree with that um so just like doing some administrative work first but still understand like pretty much what the company do and what company stands for yeah but more so still letting me be the face because the last thing i want them to do is mess up a great deal you know and call out there and just say uh um um um, i I don't know i I gotta call you back you know so um yeah so that's yeah, one no, of the main things. Yeah, it's super important. I mean, yeah. When we're working with agents who are looking to build a real estate business, mm-hmm. the first thing we want them to leverage is is the paperwork. Mm, you right, know, because right. what you what if you're what you focus on expands, and all you're doing is focusing on paperwork. Mm-hmm. More paperwork's gonna come. Right, like that, right. the, there's you you got to be out there building your brand, building the vision, working on the business. And how do you do that? You got to kind of walk away from all that paperwork. So it's cool that, you know, that's the, that's that next hire, that next strong hire that you're looking for. Right. Yeah. And that allows me to be out there, you know, still trying to close deals, you know, somebody else is doing the paperwork. It's like, Hey, you do the paperwork. I don't mind, you know, teaching you the business or learning or riding with me, whatever you want to know, I help you out. Right. Build your brand, but this you have to know how to paperwork structure. And that's back to wholesaling. You want to make sure you if you get a contract, you want to make sure it's a signable contract as well. And you right. know, if you get a contract and then because basically what I did is assign my contract to the investors. Right. It's still wholesaling, yeah. but I assign contracts to other investors. Right. So if you get a contract that's not assignable, then you, you can't you can't assign it. Right. So right. meaning that, you know, when you look at your contract um, and I don't have one in front of me, um, but when, you know, any newbies out there and wholesale, one thing about wholesaling, when they look at it, they want to see and make sure that the contract is assignable. That way they can't assign it. Right. Them. So knowing the paperwork, you know, knowing the paperwork. So yeah, that's important. That's important. And one word 
can change the entire deal. So yeah. if you don't know the paperwork. So what what are you seeing that, what would you say is the number one mistake you're seeing newbies uh, make? One mistake I see that newbies make, it's funny, it's funny you mentioned that, Uh-oh. man, um, is, is like not having some type of like system like put together. They're just kind of like freewheeling it. And, yeah. and I'll, I'll say any newbie that is interested in it, you need to find somebody that's either done it or watch a videos of somebody that done it. Like don't try to get out there and watch a few videos and get out there and say, okay, I can, I can do it myself. Like, right. You know, you, you don't do that. Like you don't get taught how to swim. Like in three days, four days later, you're like, Oh, I can do it and jump out there. I right. Mean, chances are you're going to, you know, drown. So, yeah. um, that's what I'm saying. A lot of newbies do. And a lot of newbies are really looking at, I know a guy right now, man, honestly, um, you know, he, he, uh, is kind of stuck on the deal, man. He started a flip, um, and he has a, you know, flip, um, well, house that he rehabbed and he's trying to flip it but every single month he's dropping that price he's dropping that price he's dropping that price he's dropping that price and that's because he didn't do his homework yeah and remind you the house i think he paid like sixty thousand dollars for yeah and maybe put like five six thousand dollars in um you know and it's one of the things like if he would have started off wholesaling then it would have been different but he kind of jumped off the porch right like I guess looking at HGTV. And yeah, you just got about, excited. Yeah, and what the bad thing about it is because houses like around his house are selling. Like, are yeah. Selling. So you know, it's one of the things. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he got like too much invested in. It. I don't know if he want too much for it. I, all I know is like he just didn't do his homework. Yep. Because houses yeah. out here, and and you ask him how many deals you have, and how many is this your first deal? He's like. Well, it's my it's my second deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, mm. I don't know what his first deal was. But even on your second deal, like, you still have to just do your homework, man. Second, third, he fourth, said, yeah, fifth, He said it sixth. was a second deal. To me, honestly, it looked like his first. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe he just said that. He's like, don't worry about it, yeah, dude. I've yes, done this before. <laughs> second deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah like, man. Okay. So All that's, right. That's one mistake, man, that newbies are doing, man, is just um, – not doing the research and not having like a system. You want to have a system. You don't want to know what everything costs because again, yeah. if the numbers don't make sense, the deal doesn't make sense. Right. You know, you're not All just, about the yeah, numbers. because again, you, another thing I tell newbies is you want to, um, the IRS as well. So you want to include the taxes that you have to pay on the money. So you may yep. thinking that is this, and I think it's, it's like 19.8 or something in taxes that you have to pay. So even when you, you That's know. That's it? <laughs> what? Yeah, we're the, like at 30, 35% on our, on our deals. Yeah. Dang. I mean, so, I mean, I mean, you know, even when you get a deal or you get a flip, you want to analyze right. that and put that cost in there as well. Yep. I mean, yep. so you definitely want to, you know, see, okay, what am I going to pay in taxes? Yeah. That's another important thing. Yeah. Because you may flip a deal and guess what? The majority of it may be eaten up in taxes. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, a lot of newbies not doing their homework. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I mean you gotta look at that. I mean if someone grosses a hundred thousand dollars in commission mm-hmm. checks, and we're looking at a thirty to thirty five percent cut to Uncle Sam, mm-hmm. you know that's thirty thousand dollars. Have right. you prepared for that? Yeah, right. You know, have you have you have you taken it out of every deal, shoved it into a tax account? I mean, mm. are you truly pre- and because uh, if not, mm-hmm. thirty thousand is the least you're looking at. Right. I mean, that's a punch in the gut for someone that's not mm-hmm. prepared. So okay, so let me ask you: 
veterans. What are you seeing that what was a mistake that veterans are making? People have been in the business for a while that you're capitalizing on. Veterans, I've seen veterans um, sometimes bite off more than they can chew. You know, it's it's sometimes. So just ego, you think? Um, just buy. I, I I don't know, man. Maybe it's a little bit of I guess both. I, I noticed one veteran kind of bit off bit off more than he can chew, man. And it's kind of like um, you know things are flowing. And, you know, yeah, but you still have to treat what what I've seen right is you still have to treat every single deal like it's your first deal. You know, the first deal, how you was mm-hmm. kind of like analyzing everything, making sure that this yeah. number match up. Okay, making sure I have this in place, making sure I have this in place. Yeah. Like making sure everything match up. And it's like they on deal, say, 10, and it's like, oh, I got it. I can do this with my eyes closed. And then they start one project and then start another project. And it's like, you know, I know this one investor. He's like, man, yeah, I'm trying to flip two homes at a time. I'm like, oh, man. And now. He still have them two. He still yeah. have two homes that he's working on. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That that would definitely be uh, to me a mistake. And yeah, know, yeah. I find that you know when in the beginning of of uh, some of the people that I work with uh, building their business, I talk about their standard. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know you're, it's easy to leverage yourself out when you have built a standard high enough that people appreciate you for your standard. Right. Right. And then anybody and everybody who joins your business at that point meets the same standard mm-hmm. and everyone's kind of happy. So for, it sounds like for people who bite off more than they, they can chew, if they built the standard, like you said, mm-hmm. from the beginning, like their first deal, here's the standard. This is what I do. Right. And if they're going to go for two deals, mm-hmm. what's, what's the standard that I have to put in place? And if I can't do it, mm-hmm. then I could do one or two things. One, I just don't take the second deal yet. Right, right. Or two, I hire someone exactly that can meet the standard, so I can do them both by not and not missing a beat because my standard's so high. Exactly. Start building that exactly. standard from the beginning. And, and you know, it's funny you mentioned that, and, and it just made me think, man, that's another mistake that I believe that veterans are doing. Well, some veterans, not all veterans, right? Um, some people that's been doing it for a while, they try to cut costs right and they try to do every single thing themselves mm, right greedy yeah greedy right Ugh. so when they cut costs you don't understand when you cut costs you're trying to cut costs like oh i need to cut costs so now you're trying to do this you're trying to do mm-hmm. this you're trying to do this trying to do this mm-hmm. and you're you're here and guess what you're missing other deals it's missing other good deals so you're saying yes that. to that and no to those right. yeah exactly so you hire somebody i'm not gonna like get a rental right or get a buy and hold i'm not gonna get a buy and hold and try to like do the cleaning and do the floors and do it. I'm going to get a buy and hold. And then I'm going to, you know, get somebody who's expertise in that area and say, That's right. hey, listen, what are you charging to do this? Yeah. What are you charging to do this? Yep. And yeah. So you have, I've seen people that literally say, um, I was talking to this one investors, older guy. Um, I was like, Hey, well, who do your work for you? Oh, I do all my work. I do all my work. I'm and like, proud. Oh. Yeah. And proud. <laughs> so while he's like right there, yep. 30 days going in, other deals are just, you have people like me. Like yep. just trying to get, other, you know, move yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, you also raise your dollar per hour activity too mm-hmm. when you start leveraging that stuff out that yep. someone at $15 an hour can do or mm-hmm. someone that $12 an hour can do. You'll raise your dollar hour uh, activities because right. you ha- you're smart enough uh, to leverage it off because not only do you raise your dollar per hour, again, right. they hold a higher standard because that's their one thing. That's all they know. And they're mm-hmm. going to do it way better than you exactly. could ever do it. Exactly. And I could be, you know, somewhere in front of a computer or driving around. I could be driving around, focus on bringing, you know, more passive that's income right. Right. and getting financial freedom. I I'm, I didn't start quick property solutions to be a contractor. 
right? Yep. I started Quick Private Solutions to, you know, one, give back and create a passive income. So I think um, I think it's so cool that you were able to see that. You know, I know that you've done real estate for a while now. Mm-hmm. And if you look at your business now, it's about a, a year and some change old. And you were able to, see, or young, you were able to see that yeah. at such a young age. Right. You're not even 30, correct? No, 28, man. 28. Yeah. yeah I mean, 28. for you to see that now, it's, it's yeah. going to pay off huge dividends for you right. in the future. Right. And, you know, it's, it's one of the things that's just being disciplined and just being humble, but still hungry. And, and that's the, I love it. Uh, my grandparents, man, my grandma, she actually keeps me humble and my granddad keeps me hungry so it's yeah. like you got the best of both worlds so oh, that's awesome and it's just staying humble and disciplined what keeps just, you hungry is he still investing in any other any any other oh, your deals of course. yeah that's yeah, why he's yeah. keeping yeah. you hungry right, right. now he's <laughs> better get back out of here right well what deal you seen? you seen any houses <laughs> yeah. up there lately <laughs> like, i'm like yeah yeah i've seen, I've seen <laughs> so meaning that you know he's he's my private lender yeah um, yeah he's my private lender because i build a track record again and you know right. i tell any newbies you know that's important as well and when you or when you decide that you want to branch off and get a buy and hold or you see a new house and say just say you haven't wholesale deals right to build your capital and you haven't wholesale any deals so you still don't have any money but you see this one deal that could possibly be a good rental yeah just a good deal you you know want to make sure that you're just networking out there with different different people different yep. lenders different contractors if you're in real estate you need to be networking real estate agents all that like mm-hmm. you need to be networking with anybody that's involved in real estate if you're in real estate hey look here's my business card and here's you know yeah can i get yours so yeah that's important because you're going to come across a deal so meaning that you want to have that private lender and uh with me building a track record my grandfather seen my track record that i can go to him and say hey listen still with the numbers now i still can't go to to him and just like um well good that means you kept your standard. Yeah. Doesn't matter if, right. it, if it, it's the family member. Right. I'm still gonna keep my standard. Exactly, and I still present the numbers to him and say, "Hey, listen, this is this, this and that." I mean, remind you, he never knew anything about real estate. Yeah, never, nothing. You know, just like yeah, he wasn't interested in it. And then when I presented the deal, it's just like, <laughs> oh, he got interested real quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So, yeah well, I mean, and 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 the reason I don't mean, but the reason I say that is because it's not. And we'll say it a hundred times. It's not so much about the money, but it's what good the money can do. Mm-hmm. And um, for an investor or uh, uh, like an investor like your grandfather is, the money that he makes off this is, again, not necessarily about the money. It's about right. what good the money can do for him, his life, his family. Exactly. And which adds another win to the whole win-win-win that we were talking exactly. about. Exactly. Exactly, man. That's why real estate is a beautiful thing, man. I'm I mean, gonna quit. I'm gonna come work with you. No, man. No, no. I need your. I need your motivation, you I need. I need your motivation. I'm trying to definitely uh, get you to coaching, and that's one yeah. thing, man. I think that yeah, I have the eleven doors, and should be closing on two. Um, you can never get enough coaching, and and that's what I tell any newbie. Um, you get some coaching. I mean, get some coaching. You cannot think that you know everything. Um, and you cannot say that, okay, I got it all figured out because you don't. I'm 28, yeah. been doing it for you know four and a half years, and I. St- still know that i like hey i need some type of coaching you have to yep. keep getting it and you have to man but it, I, so. yeah i mean even when you say you know the business because like how long has real estate been around hmm. a long long time long, long time. time super long time yeah, but long how much time. how much has it involved yeah. like Everything. the way that you get business mm-hmm. the way that you communicate with people mm-hmm. um the way that deals are put put together i mean this thing is constantly mm-hmm. evolving, so it's cool you know real estate, right. but understand life moves on, yeah. and it evolves, and you kind of right. need to evolve with it for right. sure. Right, exactly, man, exactly. 
And I, that's that's the, the good thing, man, is um, like once you make it up in your mind that this is something that you want to do, it'll keep coming. Like yeah. no matter what, like remind you, I don't have right now I'm, I'm building my marketing team. Right. Yeah. So I did I did this on, without any marketing. Right. Any marketing. It was just like hustle, like yeah. hustle. That's it. Like no marketing. Facebook. I haven't had Facebook in like six years. I so know. Now, I like, tried reaching out to you. <laughs> so, yeah. so now like no Twitter or nothing. So now I'm like, OK, well, I reached the point where I'm going to, you know, I still can outsource those things. Right. Because right. I don't want to just be on Facebook or like, put up a stat or whatever. Yep. But if I have to, I will. Um, but now I've reached the point where, OK, now I'm going to bring marketing in. So now I like understand the business and now I'm just branding, you know, quick yep. private solutions. So, you know, the next few deals should come pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so I'm just, you know, thankful, man. So, so do you see, is the marketing team, do you, do you see that they'll move to Facebook, Instagram, all those other platforms? Um, yeah, I, I have this, uh, one, one girl, she, um, basically, you know, she market pretty, pretty well yeah. um, on Facebook. So I got a few ideas, deals from her to see pretty much what it would take yeah. to brand my company. Yeah. Um, so, you know, she gave me a few ideas. So I think Facebook is going to be the start. And like yeah. I say, we had that promo video that I, I've sent oh. you that haven't been released and we're working on another yeah. that promo video where everybody's saying like quick private solutions. So that haven't been aired yet. So I I think Facebook's first and then Instagram like next because nothing against um against people my age, but a lot of people my age kind of like on Instagram a lot. I see a lot of people like homeowners, basically. I see some homeowners that like trying to get rid of their homes and sell their homes. Right. Probably on Facebook. Right. Right. Um, so that's what I've seen. But we may go over yeah. to Instagram or something like it's right. more buyers on, you know, Instagram and, you know, Twitter and different social medias like uh, my grandma uses Facebook. So I'm like, OK, the majority of your friends are a little older. Yeah. You know, my mom is on Facebook. Yeah. So I'm like, OK, well, you know, I need that target of audience. Somebody yep. who's been having a house for a while and like they're like, you know what? I'm just trying to check out. I don't want it anymore. So yeah, that's that's pretty much you know my focal point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I mean, see see where it goes. Like I say, I'm new to this. Yeah, that's so stuff. cool. Like, so you know, anyone who's listening to this think, nah, I got to put a ton of money to the marketing side no, to get leads. No, you you've gotten to the position where you're at now, not doing that, and you're just now thinking about marketing. Yeah, just now. Yeah, I think I have, like, one friend on my Facebook, and that's, like, uh, my business. It ain't me, Quick though. Quick Solutions. Yeah, well. Oh, I, I, yeah, oh, 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 not no, Tim. No, 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 not Tim, no, man. <laughs> on, on Quick Private Solutions, like, one one person out there, I think that's the girl who created it, right? Right. So, yeah, man, this is, I think we're tapping to that around t towards the end of the year. Yeah. So, you know, I'm definitely going to try to get uh, – people for the new year that's like excited and just want some type of different environment and just say i want to sell my home so those are going to be the people that i reach out right. to on facebook and try to tackle so i hear there's different ways to advertise now on facebook man which is is great so i definitely want to i hope you have that yeah. oh it's cool man yeah. well you're probably gonna be my coach more than likely <laughs> so i mean yeah definitely but no i could def yeah i mean it's just the only reason i like uh, Facebook right now and everyone who's listening is like oh, that knows mm. me is like oh here he goes mm. no it's just so underpriced mm. it's so underpriced I mean right. when the bigger companies start shoving money at it it's mm -hmm. just gonna drive up the price like Google uh, uh, AdWords and stuff like that mm. remember how that used to be yeah. cheaper and now it's like up there a little bit right. um, Facebook's 
we're in the early early stage of Facebook where we can promote or boost in these different areas that you see that buyers want mm-hmm. or the buyer investor wants to buy in and mm-hmm. you're and you're and you're shooting that promo video in just those locations right. of this age to this age not right. hitting younger because they don't have equity or might not even buy like right. you can get so centered on your yeah. on your client right. or your right. your uh your seller that yeah. it'd be interesting it'd yeah. be interesting to see what you get out of that right and just knowing Knowing your target of audience, that's the that's the main yeah. thing. Like knowing your target of audience, so that's the that's one of the main things. Like, see for your company, like man, you you're good. Like all the way to eighteen to sixty, yeah. you find people to sixty five that still yeah. need some type of coach. Yeah, and you know I, I'm going to be hopefully one of those people. Like still learn because you can get to a point like if you're not like exercising your brain or building you know the yeah. biggest muscle in your body, it's like you're gonna you know. Just be stagnant, yeah, forever. So you're in a good. Your target audience is probably somewhere from what range from 18 to what, or 19 to or Depend. where would you say? Well, honestly, I'm seeing younger. Um, I'm seeing younger. But oh yeah, younger. yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that's good. So I mean, you have mm-hmm. a wide, a wide range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not so it's it's odd because it's not so. How many older people have you seen? This like golly. Like, right. when are they going to learn? Mm-hmm. And you're not even 30. <laughs> you know, right. it's such a mindset thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter about the age. It's 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 their it's the age and their mindset. Right. Mm. You know, like you see all these older people who just like shake your head like, oh, yeah. when will he grow up? Yeah. And you're not 30. And, yeah. and, and but then you see young people that right. are that are uh, very humble, like right. you said, and they kind of they already know their plan. They know why they have their plan. And exactly. you're like, man, that's someone I want to work with. Yeah. And it's, it's sad, man. I heard this one saying, man, most people die at 25 and they aren't buried until they 75. That hurts. Oh, man. Meaning mentally, yeah. you know. They're, 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 well, they're, because, you know, you know, I mean, we've been taught, get a job. Right. Right. Get a job. Mm-hmm. And that, and, and then get married, have a kid, retire. Right. Hopefully Social Security will be around. Right. Exactly. And then you die. Yeah. Like, exactly, man. And, you know, I had to. I had to deal with that. And like I say, unless you're teaching, like the youth is very important. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I can see how like teachers like may love what they do and like truly passionate because you want to see the youth like do well. Yeah. Like, you know, it is, it's, I can tell it's a good feeling. Like if I see my teacher, when I go back to my hometown, it's like, Oh my God, you're doing so well for yourself yeah. to, <laughs> to know that they had something to do yeah. with. Like when, when I was younger to, um, you know, put something in me to be here. Yeah. Um, so Meaning that that may be a good feeling, but the majority of the like jobs, man, that try to like, it's like the carrot and the donkey. And for those that don't know yeah. uh, about the carrot and donkey, man, jobs put the you carrot, know, in, front of carrot you. in front of you just for you to walk. It's like 401k and yeah. this and that. And man, I've seen people like, oh yeah, when I'm 60, 60, 65, I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to go on vacation. Like, I'm like, no, yeah. no, please, please. Yeah. Like, no. I know. I'm, like I'm going to be doing that with my grandkids. Like yeah. I'm trying to do that now. Yeah. Like you know, p- of course, put in work and like that's what I'm building to now. Yep. I'm not waiting yep. for until I'm sixty, yeah. sixty-five to travel the world. Yeah. Like no, man. And it's that's what jobs do, and that's a part of the reason why I got in real estate. Like man, I can really put a lot of hustle in this, and yeah. I won't build somebody else's dream. Yep. You know, or I won't like let somebody control my life so man i mean i commend you it was one of the things like man 
uh, you shocked a lot of people and like you motivated me. I was like, Oh, you know what? This time I have to do something different. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, man. You, you honestly put my like grind to another level. Like, so meaning that if I was in gear five yeah. and after you departed from a company that you was with for like what, 13 years, 12, that, 12. Okay. Well, 12. Yeah. Like, felt like yeah, 35. Yeah. And, and you was, and you was the guy there, bro. Yeah. You was the man. Like every, you knew how to do everything like everybody job right and then for you to just be like uh and they let you do what you want you pretty much did what yeah. you want <laughs> they were like what are you doing i was like whatever i want yeah, yeah. but i was checked right. out mentally right right exactly exactly because you'd have been exposed <laughs> to like bringing different stuff yeah. to the universe right so but like i you know we had talks and talks and it was just that time we was like you know what i'm out I'm like hold on what you mean you leaving you're like yeah i'm out i was like oh my god like so that really put like my grind mode into like a different gear, man. So, uh, you, you're definitely a reason for a lot well, yeah. for, the, for them 11 doors pushing me, man. So you got to yeah. look at that. I mean, that was, well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And it was mad scary, mm -hmm. you know, cause, um, it was mad scary because it, it wasn't just me. I had a daughter, I had mm -hmm. a race and like insurance and all, you know, all that stuff. Right. But you know, it was scarier. Right not doing it uh, like right. not doing mm. that and and not seeing what could happen in my life and mm. and, and dying like with regret mm. for the company that could care less about yes. me like all that right started hurting way worse than this temporary pain mm. of discomfort right man and so I yeah see, i see i see you do that like bro that that is a big, you know, I was like, what you going to do? He was like, man, hey, get on the grind. And I'm going to just do real estate. And I was like, I'm going to do stuff for myself. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I got it. And, I, and, man, that definitely motivated me, man. And, and it's crazy you mentioned that, man, because, you know, I, of course, won't say any names, but I seen a driver that was kind of emotional one time. And this is another thing that kind of, yep. I think, Oprah called them aha moments or some sure. people call them aha moments. This yeah. is another aha moment for me was when I seen a driver uh there he looked like he was you know a little emotional i was like hey man you all right you know everything's okay he's like yeah, i'm all right i was like you all right he's like well they telling me i can't be able to go to my daughter's prom i was like oh my god yeah. so that right there i felt bad for him gave him a little pat on the back i'm like what do you mean he's like well you know my job is telling me ups is telling me i might not be able to make it to my daughter's prom they they sending me out here to work and, mm -hmm. and i'm not going to be able to make it to my daughter's prom I was like, oh my god! I was like, you couldn't call in. They're like, nah. And then you get written up. I was like, oh my god! So that that moment right there, I was like, no way, man! I do not yep. want to be like when my son gets older to tell him like, hey, man, somebody may not, <laughs> I may can't come to man see you graduate. Or, That's scary, dude. Yeah. And like I, so there was a few years I would sit with the drivers during peak season, and I'd be like, all right, you know. How'd that check? They're like, yeah. oh, that check amazing. Uh, yeah. I'm like, cool, cool. All right. How'd that, how'd that home life though? Mm. Talk, talk to me about that. Yeah. You know, and, and I just heard some horror stories and it just started scaring me. And I was like, okay, so if, if you talk to 10 people and you hear that mm -hmm. eight, eight conversations that sound the same, what does that tell you your future is going to look like? Right. I mean, the math right here is telling me that it's not going to, mm -hmm. for what I saw my life to be, it wasn't going to be where I wanted right. it to be. For some people, that's excellent and that's great. And I'm glad that they're happy. Um, but I heard that too many times yeah. and then I saw a guy get fired because he, he said, Nope, I'm going to my kid's baseball game or football game or something. Mm -hmm. And he got fired for right. it. Wow. And I was just like, yeah, heck no. Right. It just, it, this, it, and then man, Christmas time, like the best time of the year yeah. it was like yeah. the hardest, yes, busiest man. time. Yes. And I remember knocking on this person's door, like vividly mm. knock on this person's door. 
The man answers the door. It's nighttime. You know, we're just trying to get all these packages off because we're Santa. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone listening to believe in right, Santa, right, they're still right, Santa. Right. Um, <laughs> I knocked on the door. The man answered the door. And, I, and past him, everyone was at the table, like two kids, the wife, and they were smiling. And it was warm inside. Mm. And you could smell that food when mm. he opened the door. Uh. I was like. Yeah. And all I could think about was my family. Right. Wow. And I'm not there. Right. Mm. And like, so who's at the table? Right. What are they cooking? Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted that life so bad. Right. When he did, when they opened that door for sign here. I mean, 15 seconds completely right. changed my, out, my mm. whole outlook. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Man. And I was yeah. like, I gotta have that. Yeah. I and gotta have that. I would tell a lot of people, you know, they're they're oblivious to it. Right. Yeah. They're, they're oblivious to it. So I would tell any newbie that's I kind of uh, about real estate. I don't, my job. I'm not telling people to leave their job. I'm yeah. just telling them to pretty much use the money that they receiving from that yep. job and pour into their own, you know, corporation or LLC when it comes to you know real estate. If that's yeah. something they want to do, until you reach a point and you you know see what you make at that job, like yeah. see the job that's controlling you, see what you make, like, see, okay, yep. what am I making at the taxes, right? What yep. am I making at the taxes? Because, you know, those, they walk around, oh, I'm getting paid $16 out. No, you're not. Not yeah. at the taxes. At the taxes, right. you take that out, you're probably getting yep. paid around like 12 11 or something yep. like that. So, yep. you know, that's part of the carrot that jobs do. So, man, take, take, um, you know, take their money and build your own dream. Yeah. And that's what I would tell newbies. Don't quit. Because honestly, you know, I'm part-time. I'm still yep. there, right? I'm yep. still there. But, in a few, I don't know when, but in a few, I'm going to reach the Garcia moment and be yeah. like, hey, listen. Yeah. I graduated. And it's it's so. still from entering real estate it's to deciding it was. And by the way, I, I hired a coach mm-hmm. to help me yeah. out. I, I remember um, that. Yeah. It, it was 10 months. Mm-hmm. It, it took 10 months. So, you know, you're right, though. Look at what that amount is. What do I have to do in order to get that income? Because I knew if I make as much as a driver, I'm done. Yeah. Because right. that's the end game yeah. when you're there. You're like, right. I want to be a driver right. full time. Yeah. And right. as soon as I was get, as soon as I had enough pending mm-hmm. in real estate that I was going to fund one month mm. with that, that's it. Yeah. I went in. I, t- I turned in that two weeks notice. Yeah. And coach was like, "Go for it. Go right. for it." And right. Never look back. Wow. How'd this turn into my story, man? This is about this is about <laughs> no, Tim and Quick Property because, Solutions. No, man, and, and that's true. <laughs> well, I'm I'm saying you're part of like the reason why Quick Property Solutions even exists. Like because you had an impact on me and and newbies. Like you know when we use at UPS, we kind of spent a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. So it's all about your surroundings, yep. right? And 100%. you want to stand around like minded people. So. As you was transitioning over to a different mindset, like I was like right there, like, mm-hmm. man, I'm trying to yep. you know, build this as well. Yep. Because we so, were looking at stocks. We right, were looking yeah, at yep. uh, trading currencies. Yeah, I mean, exactly. we were just like trying to figure this thing out. Right, like, exactly. this isn't it. Like, yeah, so this what is else? Not it. This is not what we want to do. <laughs> yep. And so, for people that think like they can't find that circle mm-hmm. at their work, bull. Right. I mean, one thing you could can do because where we're at now, you can download a book, yeah, and you can right. shove that earpiece in your ear. Oh, you definitely. Know, and you can you can escape definitely your so called reality right. in that moment. I mean, you can build your own reality right. even if you don't have a circle. Exactly, exactly, man. It's all about what you want to do. Yeah, it's all about what you want to do. I'm gonna shoot over some questions your way. Cool. Okay. Perfect, man. Ah, oh, man. All right, you ready? I'm ready for this. Yeah. It's the lightning round. Oh man. All right. Um. Uh. I'm going to skip a few because we answered a few. 
Okay. What have you gotten better to saying no to? Mm. Better to saying no to. Um, you know, young man. Um, so it's like every single deal that I would possibly come across and close on. Yeah. I would find myself like celebrating, right? But you, I was celebrating, um, and like I was getting away from. Uh, the financial freedom number because I was getting away from the goal. So I would close on a house and like, oh man, celebrate, kind of take your shoes off, relax and celebrate. And, you know, I still have job, like I'm, I still haven't reached my goal, you know? Right. So I have to say no when, you know, I've achieved a milestone or something in real estate to know, like I have to keep my head down and keep on a grind because it's, I haven't reached the point that mm, I want to be at. Right. You know, and, and I, and Bill Belichick, you know, the Patriots coach, he, um, it was amazing to me, man. I heard him say, uh, they had just won a championship. Like, I meant just won a Super Bowl. Like they won a Super Bowl. I forget what year it was, but they won a Super Bowl and they went up to Bill Belichick and he's always got like this little smirk. And it was like, uh, he was like, um, was like, how you feel about Super Bowl? Now you remind you when you're playing in Super Bowl, the other teams are, you know, at home, they're looking, right. they're training and everything, right. you know, they're getting prepared for next right. season. So they asked him, they was like, Hey, what do you, how do you feel about winning Super Bowl? He was like, I'm kind of frustrated because we're five weeks behind. I'm like, meaning that, you know, he's saying that five weeks behind, until the new season because right. all these other teams out here working. Yeah. And he's like, man, yeah, we won the Super Bowl, but now we're five weeks behind in practice. So, man, that right there, I took that and I was like, dude, that's it, man. That's yep. it. Like, meaning that it's not done until it's done. Yeah. So, I have to say no to celebrating out there every home. I have to look at it like, oh, I got it. You know, good job. Yeah. Put it to the side and keep grinding. Yeah. It's not over. So, I have to say no, man. Do do you start building a habit of doing that to where you hit you hit that number um, of, of passive income every single month? And would you say? And, and I don't know. I'm, this is me just asking. It, would you say that you got so used to doing that that when you finally hit that number, do you celebrate? Like, do you do you hold that moment, or do you do you ask yourself what's next because you're so used to doing that? Yeah, um, I say I. I ask myself like like what's next? Like I don't really want to. I just yeah. celebrate, man. I just it's it's not time to celebrate now. Yeah. When I reached my financial freedom number, and I'm that's not, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. When I reached that, oh yeah. When I reached the yeah. financial freedom number, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's when it's time to celebrate, but still celebrate lightly. Yeah. Like you still have, you know, <laughs> See, you it's, still it's, can't. Yeah, yeah it's, no. You gotta no, ask what's like, next, yeah, right? Celebrate lightly because yeah. you 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 want to know. Like I think like once I hit the financial freedom number. I still just don't want to just be, you know, sitting around the house. Like, who knows? Quick private solutions. We may start teaching, you know, real estate you know, or whatever. You yeah. Know, we may start. Who knows? So, yep. meaning it's not going to be the the end. So, it's not like. Uh, so, I celebrate, but celebrate lightly. Yeah. I, say. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I agree. I thought it was pretty cool with the MREA or the Millionaire Real Estate Agent book. You know, it teaches. Honestly, you can look at that book. You don't have mm-hmm. to be in real estate. Mm-hmm. You can right. use that book to build any business. Right. It's gotcha. crazy. Gotcha. Anyways, at the end, it says it's going to teach you how to net a million dollars. And now MREA 2 comes out, Millionaire Real Estate Agent 2. It hasn't come out yet. But the end game of that book is how do you net a million dollars? And after that, how do you give a million dollars? Wow. So wow. that's some next wow. level thinking. Yeah, because exactly. if I net a million and I give away a million, I'm broke. Mm. So how big do you and your business have to be in right. order to give a million every year? Mm, yeah, so it's like, what is next? What is next? How much bigger next. can I grow? Yeah. It's just, 
That's good, man. I think we fall into that though, because right. we're always asking what's next and we mm-hmm. celebrate lightly and then we move forward. That when we hit that number, we're kind of like, dang, we did it. We yeah. kind of sit back and we right. might smoke a cigar, yeah. drink yeah. some scotch right. for a second. <laughs> right. And then we look up like, what's next? What's next? Yeah, what's next? And because it should be to probably like teach, you know, yep, some people. Give. Yeah, teach some people to um, pretty much what you were doing, that yep. changing people's mindset and say, yep. listen, I did it. You can do it. Pretty much was coaching, but yep. you already kind of tapped into yours yep. already. It's like, yep. hey, listen. Well, I don't know where it's going to go because right. it was just going to be real estate. And then now I'm working with people who aren't in the real estate business. Right. Mm. It's, mm. You know, it's just the power of action, mm. you know, yeah. and then and then you'll 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 see other things that pop up. And who am I to ignore that yeah. type of opportunity? You yeah, know? right. Exactly, so, man. All right. I got another question for right. you. What profession other than your own would be fun to attempt? Mm. Profession in my own. I think it was, we pretty much said I I would want to teach it, man. I pretty we just we mm, just kind of okay. talked a little bit about it, but probably teaching, you know, teaching. Um, I enjoy teaching. teaching. What? It would have to be something uh, real estate, you know, because I'm not like a right. uh, I guess a pro basketball player, or anything like that. Yeah. But um, probably teaching, man, teaching like the youth or somebody who like because one thing they don't teach in like high school. It's like um, you know anything about financing or anything mm-hmm. about like financial life. It's well, like, that goes against the model, my friend. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like yeah, right. keep that undercover. Right. So, I would want to teach, um, you know, primarily real estate, but also have different people that succeeded in something else to just motivate like people fresh out of high school, man. Yeah. Um, so, what just, school would you hit first? Um, I would say probably my my high school. Uh, probably my high school because that? uh Pamlico County High School because okay. it's like so small and like pretty much like um like kids they just they don't see anything else. Like you literally have people that we have we just got a stoplight by the way. So it's Dang. a small, real small, small, small high school. So probably my high school start off there, you know, I can get people attention and say hey listen i went to school here i was in your shoes uh, x amount of years ago and you can do this and you can do that if you put your mind to it and how um, long would it take you to prepare for you to feel like you have the material to do that to do something like that um well you know it's funny you mentioned that because a great coach uh, just told me to start documenting everything <laughs> that I do. <laughs> yeah, a great coach just told me to start documenting everything that I do. So I would say not long, um, long as I had the material because I document it as I go along. So um, it'd like, be yeah. So I would say maybe after the light celebration, maybe a few months, I would you know put different minds together yeah. to see pretty much make sure I'm on the right track. Yeah. Do you yeah. think what you know now could change their life? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I I think so. Um. When's the next and, time you're going there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See how I'm setting you up? Yeah, exactly. And you know, that, that may be a... It might not uh, be yeah. a bad idea. Right. I mean, I would, uh, you know, I would stretch to say that you know enough now to, you don't need to know everything. No. You just, because you, 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 you're not really there to teach material, you're teaching them how to think. Right. And I think you could do that. And I think that if the sooner you do that, the the more chance you have to impact their lives and right. then other True. people's lives in a ripple effect. Right. So the next time, so off this podcast, you know, let me know the next time you're going down there okay, perfect, and challenge perfect. yourself um, because it's worked for you in the past to commit right. first mm. for you to uh, 
to get what you need done, right? Yeah. So I think this is just another piece of that. Opportunity, man. I thank you, man. Thank yeah. you. Opportunities. Hey, yeah. any, anything for the newbies, they could take anything. Opportunities, man. You have to, you have to, you have to take it. But, mm-hmm. you know, you have to analyze it and commit yeah. and take it. You know, so yeah. that's good, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. That's yeah. And good. just document, document, document that, document, you know, document, make sure you record document, that, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got another question? Or? Yeah. Sorry. Okay, um, okay. Oh. All right. Uh, purchases are less than a hundred dollars that have most improved your life. Mm. Purchases less than a um, hundred dollars. I would say a, uh, the bulletin board, man. I would say uh, got like a little bulletin board from uh staples um where i put my daily to-do list um huh. put the daily to-do list up there um you know put any other documents up there i mean that was less than a hundred dollars and of course pens and paper notepads i would say um i still you know you have to put things in a database but still writing things down so yeah tablets and stuff all like that man that's still um, something that i use um so, so. the the bulletin board, you would say, because it, it's constantly putting your goals in front of you yep. and like your tasks. Your yep, putting it's putting my goals in front of me. It's putting a to do list. It also I, I put up there um, pretty much anybody that I need to follow up with. Yeah, um, anybody I need to contact for that week. So you know, right. it was something that it, it was something minute, but it was definitely something. Works. That's, yeah, it's it's been uh, definitely working for me. So actually seeing it, actually yeah. seeing it too. You know, Agreed. so that's I, every time I walk in um, to. Uh, turn my room into like a little office my fiance and i so we turn it into a little office so now it's just like we have to see the things that we do and it's definitely got us ahead man yeah I mean, you'd be amazed to see once you write it down and you have to see it set reminders proven by ruben and quick property solutions Woo! Yeah. so battery died and right. we are back in action with full battery um I'm not sure where it left off. I was off. asking you about um, hustle and like family, like your balance. Like right. I was wondering your balance because it's like every time, you know, see you, you're, it's motivated, you're driven. But I also know that, you know, your family is important to you. And I've also sure. seen you before with your family. So it's like, you know, you got your family with you, but you're working. So how do you do that? Yeah. So I think I think the first thing you do is buy this book, The One Thing. Okay. And uh-huh. uh, the second thing you do is is you understand that for me and this and some people may disagree that there is no balance mm. there's there's counterbalance mm. at all times i mean there's high frequency counterbalance that mm-hmm. may may uh trick you into balance mm-hmm. like you think you're balancing you're not mm. um this goes back to you're saying yes to one thing and no to something else so if gotcha. i go to work and i'm saying yes to work i'm saying no to my family gotcha mm. i mean i am right in this moment i am i'm not with my family right mm. now you right. know when i say yes to them i'm saying no to work mm-hmm. mm. um so it's a, it's a it's a counterbalance gotcha um and sometimes it has to be super high frequent so the way that i do that is i look at my calendar Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, um, when am I going to spend time with my family? Okay. And I time block it. Right. Gotcha. And then I talk to the wife and I say, hey, listen, when do you want to hang out? Mm-hmm. You know, date night, whatever that might look like. Right. She lets me know. Gotcha. I time block it. Um, the uh, My daughter, time mm-hmm. block it. Uh, vacations, time block it. Mm, good. So, good. I mean, she sent me a text not too long ago asking for me to time block two things next month. Oh, yeah? And it's, wow. it's just... So you keep it in the family. So now she's accustomed to it. So she knows like, okay, 
when um, we're about to spend time with each other, like I know he has to put in a time block because he's just so driven. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. So you get her used to time block and everybody's on the same accord. Yeah. And that's a Uh, win-win too because, you know, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything in the mm. business world because, you know, if, because she'll ask, do you have anything going on this day? Right. And I'll say yay or nay or yes. But this time I do not, mm. and she'll say, "Okay, well, time block that time. That's me time." You gotcha, know, and I'm like, "Cool, gotcha. right, right." So now I won't set any appointments, any podcasts, mm. any coaching appointment. I'm not traveling. I'm just gonna be right here hanging Perfect. with you. And I saw this coming a week ago. Mm. And when you and I are together, it's you mm. are my one thing. Right. Wow. That's where you're talking about the book. One thing. The one thing. We have to take that up, man. Uh, wow. That's good. That's good because. That's something that, um, you know, I pretty much struggle with. It's like, man, yeah, it's like I'm trying to be hustle, 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 hustle. But I have to make time for my son, my fiance. Yep. You know, I have to make time for them as well. So at times it's like I could be so driven. But it's all about managing your time like you told me before. Mm-hmm. So, man, time blocking is definitely – I got the Google Calendar now, man. So yeah, it's uh, huge. I think that should definitely – that's less than a hundred dollars, and that should definitely it's put free. My, yeah, exactly. Dude, it's exactly. free. Exactly. So that should definitely help it, me out. It's important because it does not only that where you can you can spend more time with the family, mm-hmm. but it also exposes all your gaps. Mm. So then you look at your calendar and you say, "Man, I'm spending all my t- a lot of time with family. I'm spending a lot of time in my business, but I'm still not getting the results I want." Mm. Go into your calendar. You'll see from nine to eleven, it's a gap. Gotcha. Cool. So what could you do in that moment? What did it do? Uh, I just did some flash thing. What whatever you do in that moment, you know, it could drive it. Whatever activity you decide that you're going to fit in there, make sure it's going to get you closer to your goal or spend it more time with the family, one or the other. But it will also expose all of your gaps in your calendar. Where you, how many times do you hear this? I don't have enough time. Mm, yeah. Why don't you go do this? Uh, I would. I ain't got enough time. Right, right. It's like, cool, can I see your calendar? Mm, right. Mm. And they're What's, like, what calendar? What calendar? What's, yeah, your, what's your time? Right. And it's like, well, then, I mean, I have the same time you do. Right. Uh, uh, ben Franklin had the same time you did. Mm. Why is he able to accomplish so much more than you are? Right. You know, so don't tell me you don't have enough time until you show me your calendar. Mm, that's good. That's good. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. And... <laughs> I love I love the fact that you said if it's not on your uh if it's not time block and it's not on your calendar then it don't exist. Yeah. I was like, oh, I threw my phone. Like, oh, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> what? Yeah. I was like, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, we man. take a class here called uh, Bold, mm-hmm. and Bold has all these these life lessons, and one of them is if it's not on your it, they say I believe it's not on your scale, uh, schedule. Mm-hmm. But I've always used it. if it's not on your calendar, it doesn't yeah, exist. Right? Yeah. You were actually taking that class and still working at UPS. I remember. Is that your first time mm-hmm. taking? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I remember. It. I was like, man. And you was coming back. <laughs> I think you was coming back. Like, man, what is this? Like, you can. <laughs> what is? What am I doing? Like, mind that expands never retracts. Mm. And as soon as you expand your mind to what is possible, gotcha. And not what's probable, like what's probably gonna happen. Mm. But you expose your mind to what's possible. Mm. And then you walk into a place like UPS. Yeah. Now UPS used to be amazing for right. me. Right. I'm speaking for me. Used to be amazing, dude. Mm. I mean, we used to get turkeys every Christmas. Right. Like solid turkeys. Yeah. I used to bring back to the family. And then it turned into coupons. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. I would, you know. Right. And then it turned to nothing. Mm. And then you know, because we went we went we went uh public. Mm-hmm. So profit was a, a, a bigger 
issue than the relationship you built. So yeah, I go in there and I'm just like, no, there's so much more possible. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But to, to answer your question, calendar. Gotcha. And one more question. Yeah. Like how, because, okay, you, you're going to see like, and I've, I've been guilty of it. Um, any newbies, like once you start getting real estate and of course not starting off, but after a while you start a brand, you're going to start seeing, um, you know, money come in. Right. And I know you all, you always live the frugal, frugal, frugal life. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. always, right? Yeah. Always. Like it's just, even the water bottle you used to carry around the same water bottle. It's like, man, <laughs> <laughs> you can't even buy a water bottle. It's the same water bottle. So man, but that, that like, let me know, like, man, it's possible, right? It, it wasn't because you couldn't afford it. It's just because you chose not to spend money in those areas. Yeah. Right. So I guess how how is it now with you building a brand and, and, and building something and you see in different money start to come in mm-hmm. and you see you start to reach the financial freedom number mm-hmm. i guess what do you what do you do you still take vacations i know you're not mm-hmm. big on material things of that nature mm-hmm. like um but like what do you do how do you choose what to spend money on or like what to buy is it different since yeah you know, money comes in it's much different cuz you know in one one side of me, I want to applaud myself for being able to uh, watch the money and where sure. I spend it. And on the other side, I kind of want to say, what you were setting yourself up for failure because mm. I lived in a scarcity mindset. Mm. And I truly did. Gotcha. I didn't feel like there was enough money. There mm. was never enough money coming in. I had to watch my expenses every mm. second. You know, it's a weird balance. Like, mm. I truly didn't have the money. Um, mm. But I also didn't allow myself to believe that I had abundant amount of money coming towards me, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's way different. Now if I spend any money on the business, I don't think of it as an expense, it's an investment. Mm, gotcha. Right, gotcha. so it will bring a return. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the family side, I don't say no too often. Mm, gotcha. I don't. Like gotcha. vacation, cool, throw it on the calendar. Right. Um, You want to go out and eat? Cool, throw it on the calendar. Gotcha. If it's, if, if, if it's spur of the moment, we're pretty good at that now, gotcha. but I think I think I had to. I know Ben um, at UPS. He's gonna he's laughing right now. Mm-hmm. If he's listening um, because he always taught me. He's like, "Dude, you gotta enjoy this life. Man. Yeah. Go out there, enjoy." I'm right. like, "Yeah, uh-uh, can't yeah, do it." Right, right. But now I am, and yeah. and I think because you have to change your mindset of no money is flowing to me. It's right. abundant, right? And right. I can create it. Mm-hmm. And you can't say that on one hand, and on the other hand mm. you're 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 using the same water bottle and then you're splitting you're buying a big pack of peanuts and you're only putting mm. half a handful into a ziploc bag that you bring to ups yeah, yeah right yeah. like and, right. and that was your food while everyone else is buying food out the mm. snack machine right I'm, I'm not i like how can i say it's an abundant life filled with money and on this other hand yeah right right man and that's you know that's good and had i guess i just had that moment man and thinking like if you would have been living like everybody else, right, you wouldn't have been able to do those things then because you wouldn't have the money you were saving. You know, yeah. you're living a frugal life, and now it's like where well, you can expand. Where now people have no choice, but to, some people have no choice but live a frugal life. And mm-hmm. my former partner, he told me this one quote: "Is like live like no one else now, so you can live like no one else later." Yeah. So that that's pretty much that's you all it's day. Huge. Yeah, that's you all day, man. Yeah. So. That's perfect, man. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Well, and I will say, yeah, I was saving, but I wasn't saving just to save. Mm. You know, like, you know, you're crazy if you think saving money is going to be the thing that takes you out of your hole. You're mm. crazy. Yeah. 
what, what uh, inflation's two point something percent a mm. year. That means your money's dying. Mm. If you put mattress money, you know, you're, you're kind of hiding the money. Yeah. Don't think that it's going to stay that same value. Yeah. Go look at something 10 years ago yeah. and see what the value was. Mm. No, cost of living. Wow. Inflation's eating your money up. Wow. So you better be looking at something that's got a higher return. If you have a return, what's the bank giving you? 0.00%? 0.00%. Point zero zero percent. Right. I hated selling it to people at, uh, when yeah. I was working at Bank of America. Yeah, put your money here. You're going to get this, this. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. But, and that's not even going to beat inflation. It's dying in that account. Mm. So you got to look at investments that are going to pull a return of five percent plus mm. you know and that's safe money right. that's not even wealth mm. so now you're yeah. like a seven eight nine ten percent right. on mm. your money coming in every every uh every year just to beat inflation and to live yeah. a little right so not sure where i was going with that yeah man <laughs> well, no no well, i mean it, it's, good. I it's good it's good because basically what do you what do you do with your money it's no, it's no right. point of saving i had a why mm-hmm. i wasn't just saving it just to save it i had mm. a why my why was to get the hell out of ups right right you know it just scared me dude mm-hmm. like watching these divorces and mm. watching bodies breaking down dude you mm. saw it but, yeah i mean they'll come in and they're the bite they're pissed off and, right and and it was just like yeah. that's scary, dude. If that's yeah. my future, that's scary. So I had a why. Like right. if I save up this much money, that will hold me off for six months mm-hmm. in my expenses in my house. Right. Can I sell one house in six months? Mm. Right. Yeah. You did it. And I can't, wow. I, I was just like, yes, I can. Mm. So the the money I was saving was for a bigger reason. I wasn't just saving it and right. thinking that was going to give me. Gotcha. Money. Gotcha. It shows that your mindset was even different on that level. You yeah. wasn't just saving it to save it. And, you know, that's why I chose real estate because houses going to, you know, appreciate. You're, you're getting something that's going right. to, you know, gain, you know, value. And, you know, it's it's the thing to do is not saving money. You're putting your money into like the future. I mean, so, you know, yeah. any given moment you're investing in something that's going to be more like years down the road. So, yep. you know, unless the area change or something like that, but you know, nine times out of 10 is going to appreciate. You yeah. Know, so. And you still have the land. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. I think, you know, and you, and you got to make sure that, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong. You're the investor. We should be interviewing you. No, 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 no. That's my, man. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting knowledge, wisdom. Yeah. Man. I, I enjoy coaching. I mean, that's, that's I think, I think it's rated. important. Like what you were saying with the location too, mm-hmm. because you know, when I said that thing with Starbucks, I mean, we had I was working with investors that want a Starbucks or a Target mm-hmm. or something like that around because they know that they've done enough research to know that this little market probably isn't going to collapse in a long time. Mm, that's if I, good. If if I got to pay seven dollars for a coffee, mm-hmm. stuff's not going to sell in different right. locations. Right. But here it will for years and years and years to come. Gotcha. That makes me feel good to invest yeah, in exactly. that location. Exactly. So as long makes as you're sense. looking at locations like that numbers work understand cost of living is not gonna go down mm. it's going up right and so i mean rent goes up <laughs> exactly everything right so yeah gallon of milk man it's it's funny my, my grandmother now she's 62 years old and she just had a class reunion um so at a class reunion they printed out like when they graduated high school like what the cost gas was what the cost mm. uh milk oh, really? was yeah they printed all that stuff out like what they was paying and gas like i forget what year she graduated whatever that is but she they had it they presented it to different people well everybody at her class reunion so she brought it home and i happened to be down there that weekend so i was looking at it, i was like man gas was this much back then and milk was this much back then i'm i'm gonna seek out to take a picture of it and send it to you yeah. but it just let me know like everything else went up so of course the you know price of living rent and everything else went up so yeah 
real estate is definitely going to go up. Like everything else can't go up and rent pretty much stay the same. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's definitely not going to happen that yep. way. So why not invest in something that's going to move with the market of everything else is going up? I agree. Yeah. So I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. So. Um, what question do you have for everyone listening? Hmm. Everyone listening. That's a good one. Question. Um, like like every oh yeah question like every question for everyone listening i think it's gonna be kind of like simple but just what is your why um what is your why and that's and that's it like everybody should should have some type of why like you know some type of why and even if you don't have you know any kids or something you have you have to love somebody out there somebody has to love you so meaning that person could possibly be your why or wherever your situation or I mean not situation, I'm sorry, whatever whatever your situation is now. Meaning yeah. that and if you're not happy with it and you're not like excited about it, then you have to find out like what your why is and then pretty much if it's you wanna do real estate and that's where you wanna build, you know, income, then do it. And just remember one thing is just know what your why is. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. So I would ask everybody out there listening now is just what is your why? Yeah. You know? So that's why? like the biggest challenge people have on finding what is their why. Mm-hmm. Okay. What would you tell them is a technique for them to help them find their why? Okay. Technique for helping you find your why. And you can have multiple whys, right? Right. A technique for having, for me, and it works for me, is having your why to ask yourself, are you satisfied or are you happy with your living with your life like now right and if the question is no then you know you have to find your why 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 aren't you happy with finding Mm -hmm. you know why aren't you happy with your life now is because you don't get to spend time with your husband your wife is it because you don't have to you know time to spend with your kids um is your job paying you um you know uh pennies um right. you know so and if those questions if you answer that and say okay well this is my reason because i'm not able to spend time with my wife um you know that could be your why um to do whatever you want to start doing um or and you're not able to spend time with your kids then that could be one of your whys right you're not happy with your pay rate right you're not able to go to vacation when you want to go to vacation with your family that can be your why and then you write them down right write, write them down and start something that's going to allow you to do those things that you want to do. So if you're not happy with your life, like right at the moment, then change it. You have to, you have to change it like now. You can't wait until later on to change it. But, and I write down my why's, write down my why, like, this is my why, this is my why, this is my why. And I look at them not every month, you know, not every day. They're in my notes in my phone. Right. Right. So people, we use our phone on every day. Right. So, I look at my why. Actually, it's an alarm that goes off. At like, <laughs> yeah, right. And it happens to be like around like two o'clock. I want to say it goes off and it, it lists my why's up there. So it keeps me going. And two o'clock meaning two o'clock in the morning. Right. Or around about time I get up um, and go to work to build somebody else's dream, yeah. which is UPS. Right. Yeah. Um, so meaning that my why, my alarm clock, when my alarm clock goes off, it also lets me know my why. Because I know that I don't want to be there. So I'm just really like taking that money and putting it into my own brand. You get right. what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's so it's that. interesting. So you look at it as my current situation, what don't I like? Mm-hmm. And 
I'm going to allow that to fuel me, to push me towards something that doesn't have these negative contexts to it, right. doesn't have this negative context to it. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to open the door to anything that doesn't have that negative context. No, no. Oh, okay. And, and uh, you know, that's, and my apologies because I should have no, no, narrowed no, it down. It. So meaning that you, whatever it is, and you, I guess, see, it has to be something that I guess say passionate about. People say you have to be passionate about it. Yeah. But like, honestly, I wasn't passionate about real estate Same before. Here, I, yeah. Before I like, yeah. just like, you know, was that's right. I was introduced to real estate and had a few deals. And then I still, I became passionate about it because I felt that this is what's going to, mm, you know, right. uh, bring me financial freedom. That's right. Right. So I would say, no, not anything, because that's a mistake that I made um, is trying to invest in any and everything. Right. Right. But you want to find one thing and pretty much say, okay, this is what I'm passionate about. Or this, I can see this giving me the time that I need with my family. Right. The time that I need with my kid, this is actually going to pay me more um, than the job that I'm in right now. Like, this is it. And when you find it out, then you stick to it and you look at your why. You want to ask yourself, why are you doing this? Because you're not going to receive what you like. It's not going to be you do it for two weeks. Right. And right. you just all of a sudden now it's time to spend time with your kid and your family. Yeah. And you can go on vacation. It doesn't happen like that. You have to, you know, continue to do it every single day. Um, you have to do something towards it every single day and look at it every single day. Like, ask, you know, this is my why. I'm doing this because of this. Yeah. I'm doing this because of this. And eventually you'll get it. Yeah. Have you heard of Simon Sinek? Simon Sinek. No, no, I haven't. He so, uh, he wrote a book that said, uh, start with your why. I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure I just got that wrong. Um, find your why. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it's find your why. And in there, he... I thought it was, so I didn't read the book. And uh, <laughs> what I did though was I Googled it and, yeah. and tried to find like the cliff notes and the right. highlights and stuff. Um, and it was cool because one of them said, basically list a uh, the list the people who are closest to you. Mm -hmm. Step one, list the people who are closest to you. You don't necessarily have to talk to them every single day, mm -hmm. but if you believe that you can call them at three o'clock in the morning and say that you need their help, they're going to show up. Right. These type of people. Gotcha. Make that list. After that, what you do is you call them or you reach out to them or it's face to face and you say, hey, why are you my friend? Mm. And you, you also ask, what do you what do you love or like about me that you don't get from no one else? Mm, that's good. That's yeah. Good. And, and right. Right. And don't interrupt them um, because there's something in your brain. Oh, I forget what it is. But the thing that 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 holds emotion isn't tied to your the language part of your brain. Mm. So it's hard for them to tell you exactly how they're feeling. Gotcha. I mean, just through your brain is physically, it's, it's weird mm. to do. Forget what it's called, that part of your brain. Yeah. Um, so be patient mm -hmm. and ask them what else and what else and have them dig. But either way, you're going to compile some stuff that they see in you that they don't get it out of anyone else. Mm. Highlight those, you know, the majority of what you keep hearing. And that should help you get closer to how can you contribute to this world, mm. right? Closer to your why. Right, exactly. And I was like, dang, yeah, I like that's that. good. That's yeah. good, man. And you know, it's funny. It's funny you said that because you, that's what I said early in the podcast. It's like, I'm not a book reader, I'm a podcast listener. Right. So, um, you know, but I read certain books, certain messages in the books and apply them. Yeah. So, you know, and that's what you just said you did. You didn't even read the book but you read the context yeah. and apply that to your life yeah and look look at it you know how it stuck with you so mm -hmm. and people think oh yeah i'm gonna read this book and read that book man so that that was great that that's good that's yeah. good so yeah that make that make a lot of sense and 
I believe and oh man, it's all rolling in because if I get that financial freedom, right? Once yeah. I once I receive not if, once I receive the financial freedom, Boom. right? Yeah, if is a definitely a game changer. Yeah. Not if, yeah. yeah. Take yeah. if out. Or that's try. A, yeah, that's a little big, big, big word. Yeah. So definitely. I don't even know that why that's in my vocabulary, <laughs> coach. But <Yeah. laughs> but when um I receive the financial freedom, that's when, you know, I'll be free and I'll be able to not only, you know, be there for uh, my loved ones and stuff like that, as far as my son, my fiance, but I'll be able to give back as well. And that's what teaching, you know, teaching somebody how to do the same thing. Yep. Um, you know, and still you don't have to wait until you get that point, but I have more time. Yeah, for sure. You know, so. so, you know, and I'll hear from you and you're going to tell me when you'll be going back home <laughs> right. and when you're going to have that. And you know that, man, you yeah, know, you've been, be you've cool. been with this journey, you've been with me for a while, a while. So yeah. you seen me grow. I, I've seen you grow. I've seen you take steps that I was like, oh man. And like, so it's still, it's going to fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely, man, you're definitely going to be hearing from me. And I'm just excited to having somebody like yourself in my circle that keeps me going. You get what I'm saying? And now I'm on this podcast. It's like, I might be proven by Ruben now. So, so <laughs> Dang, man, you got to end it like that. Yeah, like, man. Perfect. Yeah, man, you know where good. I got proven by Ruben? Yeah. UPS. UPS. Yeah. Yep, UPS. So it was there for a reason. Yeah, man. So it's just good, man. I tell anybody, man, if you want it, in life, then you'll do it. If not, you'll make an excuse. Yeah. So no doubt. If you really want it. Yeah. So hey, but man, and I'm willing to work with different investors as well, man. Um, you know, I want to tell that different investors, different agents. Yeah. Um, so where can they reach you? So they're an investor, they like what you said today, they believe in what you said. Mm -hmm. Where can where can they reach out to uh sorry, quick property call. solutions? Um quick property solutions, like you said. Hold on, I'm sorry, I got this. Look at him, he's closing deals right now. <laughs> no, sorry, on the podcast. Look at that. I'm sorry. But um, like I said, I don't have a uh, not on social media at the moment, but it w we will launch like the social media cool. um, towards the end of the uh, year. Um, but, you know, the email is we make it quick at Gmail dot com. Um, so definitely, you know, contact me there. Um, you know, number is nine one oh seven seven one two nine nine nine. And, you know. Call me different, different deals, whatever deal uh, you feel like you want to partner in on, uh, you want to wholesale it, it's too much for you. Um, you know, let me know. Or even if you want to learn how to pretty much get a deal, uh, you want to see what I see or you want to be on my buyers list, um, man, let me know, contact me and we can definitely work. It's enough houses out here. It's enough deals out here for everybody, yep. you know, and some people try to hold on to it and end up missing because I may connect with another agent or another investor or somebody else, you know, wholesaler or whoever that can possibly help me get towards, um, you know, my financial freedom number while I'm helping them. So, yep. Yeah. It's all about networking now. Cool, man. You heard it. So reach out to him, reach out to, cause I'll be posting this on Facebook and all the social media stuff. Hit us up message if you have to on those social media platforms. Um, but, uh, uh, one, get up with him if you fit what he's looking for. And two, answer his question. So what is your why? Yeah. And we gave you some strategies on how to do that. Yeah. So That's, we don't, we don't want to hear any excuses. Yeah, you gotta, you I, gotta move. And you know what? I, I like asking people what are the, what are the why? Because mm -hmm. it may be like a why that I may, um, like I may have another why. I like having a list of why's. It's not yeah. just like one why. It's right. like, this is why I'm doing this because of this, this, and this. So somebody may say something else that spark answers like, hmm. That's right. I didn't ever think about that. Yeah. Like, I, I never thought about that. That, let me put that down as one of my whys. Yeah. So um, that's good, man. Yeah. That's I agree it. with that. I mean, I thought net a million was like, that's it. Yeah. 
And then when they're coming out with book two that says give a million, it's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's, so it's pretty big. Right. So you had to go back to the drawing board. And yeah. Say. And who do you give that to? You know, like it's just, it's, mm. it's it, it just, it just, it's, my, my mind that expands, never yeah. retracts. And it just yeah. expands your mind just a little bit more. Yeah. Great, man. Hey, well, I appreciate man. you stopping by. Man, no. Thank you for having me, man. First podcast, first interview. Ooh, first podcast. Um, you know, so I'm definitely um, excited, man. And uh, I can't wait, man. I'm going to see you grow. And, of course, you can continue to see me grow, man. And mm-hmm. now I'm proving by Ruben. Let's we'll do, do this it. again. Yeah, hey, let's do it. Let's you the do man. It. Let's do it. No, you are. You the man. All right.